pass out. Work that till you pass out. Hang that till you pass out. Shake that till you pass out. Freak that till you The show will start soon. My niece is out soon because I've got to go to bed. All right, hang on. There's a drop. I want to play it. I mean, these ladies ain't no rich primrose, but here it comes. I think so. Like you ain't gonna party again. That was a nice mix. I like it. Oh, they're awesome. Get down, get dead out of control. Play some music, mom. Funk. Right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Come on, I'm ready. All right. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Choo choo, Jimmy, how the fellas will tell you about every single game that you're playing this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. Yeah, here comes Duke. Yeah, Duke is here. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's the veteran gamer. What's the matter, kid? You got wax in your ears. Yeah, boy. Okay, like I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. so up before you have to press repeat, And it's got to be better than the Xbox Post. Hello and welcome to episode 345 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. There you go. Yay, 345 and coming at you live. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. And I'm recording another podcast in another day. Oh my God, he's as bad as Chinny, man. Jesus Christ. I have to keep the trend up. I feel yeah, he will scold me. Hurt. I feel the first thing he'll do when I see him at Eurogamer is he'll hit me on the head if I don't keep the tradition. That's the way you real diva like the flaws it. That's our backup diva, Antonio. What, what? Howdy. What, what? You all right? You may have heard me from previous episodes or not. I don't know. How you doing? Yeah. Am I done? They know you. That's why we brought you. They know it. Yeah. They know your name. Oh, Sure. Anyway, how's everybody? All right, excited. You know, yeah. why are you happy to be? I'm going on holiday in two days. Ah! Where are you going on holiday? Uh, Austria. Ah, yeah, exactly. Very exciting. Now why? Why there? Why there? Of all places? He wants to see the what birthplace of Hitler. Yeah, what are you doing? What do you mean? You want to see the I'm birthplace going, of Hitler, mean? right? No, I don't want to do that. Although, right, <laughs> this is a weird story. It's funny you should say that. Right? Oh, snap. My favorite but. time. It's story time. Story, story, story time. Yeah, but it's funny you should say that, right, because uh, a long time ago we did go to Salzburg, which is like quite a famous place 
in Austria. And in Salzburg, right, there is like a fort on a hill. Oh. And and, and it's very posh, right? It's very posh, right? We're like, oh, yeah, that's a nice place, nice place. Uh, One half of it was medieval torture equipment. Oh, nice. And, I mean, they had some... they had some serious shit there, you know what I mean? They the had like torturers didn't mess around. They weren't trying to tickle each other. Definitely not. They had chairs that had spikes all over them that they used to like strap people in. Uh-huh. Right? But they were only about mm, probably about an inch, inch and a half long. Okay. So they would obviously cause lots of pain and discomfort. Well, yes. But, it's a medieval torture device. But wouldn't kill the person sat in it. Ah. Do you understand what I mean? They will be impaled, but not dead. Right. So lots of pain. Isn't that a torture? Yeah. So kind of depends on kind of torture. Sometimes they want to torture people to death. Do you know what I think is the weirdest thing though? When you see shit like that, what's that? It's like you're looking at something that has actually had people sat in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just an artifact. It's something that has been used on people, and you're like looking at something that people have been like impaled on. Yes, very disturbing. Well, it's it's, well, you can say the same about Disney World. Ah. There aren't enough. I should say that the torture devices are important for us to see because we need to learn from them, and we have, and that's why no one ever gets tortured today. True. Oh, wait. Not really. Lots of people get tortured <laughs> at Guantanamo <laughs> Bay and elsewhere. Exactly. Uh, so there was that, but then the, the, that wasn't the weird thing, you know. That was that was slightly weird. You know, Chair that impales you without killing you is slightly weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Slightly weird. Slightly weird. But in the other half of it uh, was like a tribute to the Nazi army. Okay. <laughs> Which was even stranger. So they had like the Nazi army. I know. They had they had like all the Nazi uniforms. They had all of the Detroit. like pictures pictures of all the different generals. It was very Detroit. odd. That's the main question. Did no, you I, try didn't. Anything I didn't. No, I did not try anything. On. I didn't go. Your daughter, though. I wasn't. I wasn't going to recreate apt pupil. Oh, you know what sucked. I'm saying? Exactly. I'm going to go. So, so, hey. Sorry, this is your second time back to Austria on holiday, then. No, no, no. We've been to Austria now. This will be about the fifth or sixth time. Oh, my time. God. There's so many places to go to. Why do you keep flocking back to Hitler's homeland? Well, because it's a nice... different torture museum. Will there be Nazi stuff there? Yes, there will, Millie. <laughs> the f- no, we're not going to Salzburg again. That was a one-off we're thing. A that was a long time ago. Museum now. No, it's a lovely, it's a lovely place, Austria. What's, where, where are you going now? Uh, we're going to St. Johann. St. Johann, Austria. I'll find something Nazi-related. You will not find anything Nazi-related. Oh, it's a J-O-H-A-N-N. Yeah, yeah. It's a lovely place, so get lost. Anyway, that's where I'm going. That's why I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, yeah. are you excited to, to play Pokemon Go and put a Pikachu on the chair? Is that why you're excited? Uh, no. Do you know, it's weird, oh, actually. I haven't, I haven't played it for a while now. I played it a little, a little bit at the beginning, and then I was like, oh, whatever. It, it was it worse, a bit boring. Personally. I've not tried it. I mean, I must admit, not since the last time I played it, which is probably about three weeks ago. Mm. I'm just like, ah, I'm over it, man. I, I, I do wonder what the drop-off has been like, to be honest. I'd be yeah. curious about that as well. 
because like, during, think... the, like, during the first week i was like at work and i'd be taking stuff out outside and then i see people gathering around actually playing and i remember the first night it came out officially in the uk um so when whenever me and my friend watch wrestling we always get something to eat beforehand then right. we were riding past our local supermarket and we saw weird glow of lights that shouldn't be there it's a ufo we went in and there's about 25 people no joke playing pokemon go because someone put a lure down dude see that's weird I, I get it right i do get it i get the appeal but i think what do you see people congregating together man that shit's gone mm. too far oh it's gone too far worse man. Because it's like this social nerdism. Well, isn't it better if people are actually social playing it? Ah, uh, no. It's, it's nerdy nerds. I mean, look, we're all nerds, right? I don't... You know, yourself. I, I'm cool. Shut up, you, you nerd. <laughs> um, I don't disagree that we're all nerds, but sometimes you've got to not like put it in people's faces that you're a nerd. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. Well, it's like, for instance, right? Right, you, you mentioned last week you used to play Dungeons & Dragons when you was a kid, right? Yeah. Was, well, you wouldn't play that. You wouldn't set up a table in the middle of your street in your neighbourhood where everyone else can see you playing Dungeons and Dragons, would you? <laughs> no. It was 1am, to be fair. No, but, but you know what but I mean, though. I have though. seen it in the day as well. So. Yeah, exactly. But well, it's like Ginny was saying. There was, there was a poker stop in his car park where he works, and he said every two minutes someone was pulling up in a car. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? Nerds. Seriously. Nerds. Um... Yeah, so I'm excited about holidays, but I'm also excited about something else. Ooh, what uh, else? Uh, I've got a new job. Yay! Oh. Yeah. Yes. You were not very happy so, at your old job. Uh, it's not that I wasn't very happy, but I've been looking for a while, to be honest. Okay. I'm not necessarily happy, but I feel like I need something more substantial. Yeah. If you know what I mean, so I I can't concentrate when I'm. I know me. I don't even know what it says. I just did a search for nerds playing Pokemon Go, and here come these weird kids. I really I really can't concentrate. To be, to be, um, you're seeing the perfect target demographic. That's <laughs> I know. I just saw his BMX. I just saw his BMX. YouTube. I'm so glad YouTube didn't exist when I was a kid making stupid videos as a kid. Can you imagine? There'll be there'll have been hundreds of Duke just doing stupid stuff. Playing, playing Dungeons and Dragons in the middle of the street. That's what oh, he'd have been doing. We, did, we didn't do that as a videos. We had much stupid <laughs> videos. Um, yeah, so start a new job in three weeks' time. Sweet! Three weeks time. And yeah. we just so what it is. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be head of catering in a private hospice. Uh-huh. That's what I'm going so that's what I'm going to be doing. Straight out of Compton Hospice? It isn't the straight out of Compton Hospice, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that should be good. So be good. Uh, there's lots of stuff to do. They're having a massive div- new development, and all sorts of stuff is going on. So I'm going to have plenty to keep me busy. Yeah, cool. So there, you, there you go. Anyway, we we don't we don't talk about jobs and holidays necessarily on this sure. podcast. Talk about all sorts of things. Do you know? I was thinking. I have no idea when Chini comes back off his holiday. Have you any idea? Nope. Nope. Excellent. Well, you'll have to message him and sort out next week's show because I have no idea when he'll be able to record or where he is or what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he's sunning himself at the moment, getting those white pasty legs of his a different colour. I guess. Maybe. Because he's white and pasty, I know that for a fact. Yes, he is. Are we ready yes. to talk about what we've been playing? Yeah, let's do that shit. My favourite... What you been playing? I hit the wrong button. What you been 
But I got it all sorted. It's okay. Everybody settle down. So, anyway, uh, I'm going to go first. Oh, snap. I was going to say we could let our guests go first, but you go ahead, Stu. You did, you did that last time, him. Yeah. Yeah, fuck him. Well, um, <laughs> many would like well, to. Uh, well, oh, get him. Woohoo! Touche. Um, and you're one of them. Ooh, hey, now steady on. Steady on, man. Steady. Uh, yes, so I have, because last week I mentioned that I'd played a few minutes, and I mean a few minutes of No Man's Sky. That's right. Mm. Well, this week I've played more than a few minutes of No Man's oh Sky. Oh my goodness. I have, it's true. Uh, when I say more than a few minutes, we're probably still only talking maybe a couple of hours. Yeah. It's still tutorial phase pretty much, isn't it? Yeah, well, now that would be helpful if there was what was known as a tutorial in this game. Oh, there sort of is. Do tell. There sort of is, but it's a very, very minimal tutorial. Yes. But it's more of a tutorial than we got in Minecraft. I guess, but I had to look online to find out how to sprint. What? Uh, because it, it doesn't tell you. It doesn't tell you how to sprint, right? Are you and playing I'm, this on the I'm, PC or on a console? No, on the console. Well, what is usually sprint on a console? Pushing in the button, uh, isn't it? Or the no, clicking, oh, no, clicking, left, clicking left thumbstick is usually sprint. And is that not it here? It's right nope. stick. It's bloody clicking right stick. Can't and I was like, I've tried everything. It? Can't you reassign it? No. Nope. All you can do is reassign your whole bloody controller using the PS4 reassign thing, and I can't be asked doing that. Uh, but I haven't tried it yet. But there is something else you can do because you have like a jetpack. So if you do jetpack and melee at the same time, it does like a thrust forward, which again, it doesn't tell you you can do. I don't know that. I don't think I've even yes. touched the melee. By the way, I'm playing this as well because Harley Dan bought it. So and uh, shout out. Oh, what? Well, let's talk about it. Okay. Um, I've I've flown off the planet. I've got all the shit I needed, right? But have you been in a cave yet? I have. Did you get lost? No. Did you manage to find your way out? Okay. Yeah. Because I didn't. Okay. I went in a cave and I was like wandering around for ages before I could figure out how to get out. I'm like, I don't know how to get out of here. <laughs> it's it's very disorientating. Yeah, I, it is. I agree with that. And there's also one other funny, right? You get an objective marker on another planet. Right. <laughs> so it's like you see it and you go, oh, I must have to head over there. That's where it is. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> it's on an, an entirely different planet to the one you're on. Yep. Um, I have to say, I am kind of enjoying it, but it is almost just an exploration game, really. That, that's, that's all kind it is, of, is an exploration. That's all it is. There's barely a plot. You're sort of learning words from an alien language that doesn't really mean anything. I mean, I, I say it doesn't mean anything because there's no upshot to you learning these words. It's not as though... I mean, the one thing that I have actually been intrigued by is something so basic and stupid that I shouldn't be intrigued by it. But you have these journey milestones, and every once in a while... When you're running, it'll say, journey milestone. You've run 5,000 units, which I don't know why they use units instead of kilometers, but whatever. And and that's yeah, rewarding. So when you learn five words, it says journey milestone. Learn five words. And that actually yeah. is keeping me moving. I'm like, hey, I want to. Yeah, but also it has a cool noise when you do it. Oh, yeah. Very cool. <laughs> the music, the sound, it's all very well done. The music is, I mean, look, right. As a piece of art. Right. And 
just the sheer coolness of when you get to a new planet and you get down on the surface to see what it looks like. And they do vary quite a lot, they you know, from planet vary to planet. A, a little bit. I wouldn't say they vary quite a lot. The colors vary, and yep. the you know whether the iron rocks are conical or spherical that varies. But that's pretty much. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've been to like five planets in the two hours I've played. Yeah, maybe three or four hours, and I've I've not been impressed by the variety of planets. No, I mean one of the coolest thing I think, and and the. I, I was like a little kid smiling, was the first time you take off from a planet and leave the atmosphere and there's no loading screen, nothing, and you're in space is is cool. That's yeah, pretty cool. It is. There's no two ways about it. As soon as you leave the planet's surface and the fact you can just zoom up in... And, and it's got the coolest warp lights ever. They're pretty cool warp lights. I'll give it to the aesthetics on this game. They're very well done, yes. They are. I mean, everything about... I mean, there are people who go, ah, oh, it looks like a PS2 game or it looks like a 360 game or whatever. I think it looks... Pretty impressive. I think it looks, looks good. Nice. I mean, look, here's the thing. There's a lot of pop-in. There's a lot of um, dissolve-in. But that has yeah. to be. If you're going to have, you know, five planets that you visit in 20 minutes, you're not going to be able to have beautifully rendered stuff like that instantly. Yeah, I mean, it seems it's, it's too moving in. It's too much to pre-render, you know what I mean? They can't pre-render that and have it sat in the background waiting. Now, the scale is epic, and the scale is impressive, so you have to be impressed by the scale, and I think, to be fair, that they're doing a lot with what they have. There's no doubt about that. I do. The one thing I wish I had been told about this game when I started playing it was that you have to fly your ship around to the quest markers, because I got out of my ship, and it was like, <laughs> look at this place over here, and I spent like literally half an hour running toward it. And then I got the thing that I needed to do over there. And then it was like, and I get back in your ship and leave. I was like, oh, man, I got to get all the way back there. And I ran all the way back to my ship. And then I flew to the next planet. And then when I got to the next planet, I landed into this other marker. And it said, here's this device that will summon your ship. And I was like, god damn it, where were you half an hour ago? That is funny. But yeah, I think that's from my mistakes, people. If you play No Man's Sky, fly your ship around everywhere and only get out to run short distances. Yeah, I was going to say one of the one of the things I think is a problem with No Man's Sky is it makes you do too much stuff to begin with. It's like just give me the stuff and let me explore for God's sake. I don't want to grind for an hour and well, two I mean, hours. Well, that's before your choice stuff. that you're grinding. I mean, in a way, it is because on the one hand you can just run around and explore as long as you stay alive. On the other hand, staying alive often requires you to get carbon and then you use that to heal your life preserver or your life maintenance system or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's in total abundance. I mean, you can just, uh, every time you yeah. turn around, there's another bit there for you. Right. And that's, you know. I found that the, I felt like you had a pretty good balance of resource gather, grinding, and run around, explore stuff. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm actually enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. So, I mean, I think it's doing some things very well. Um, but I can definitely tell that I'm going to get sick of it very quickly. Yeah, I'm kind of the same here. I'm kind of enjoying it. Um I've liked what I've seen so far, but I'm in two minds at the moment, right? Because obviously, like I've said, I go on holiday on Saturday. Yeah. And at the moment, the trading price is still pretty good. No, not so I'm sell it. Well, I'm I'm considering selling it and picking it up again when it's cheap. I mean, maybe I, I couldn't tell you it's a bad idea. I just feel like I'm just feeling so sorry for these developers right now, which maybe I shouldn't be. There's just been so much stuff. So much hype, man. And, I mean, maybe I shouldn't be mad, because, or I shouldn't feel bad for them, because 
there are some serious performance issues for a lot of people. Hardly, yeah, I was going to say, able to run this game very well, which is crazy because I mean I've had a few hiccups. Like sometimes when I start it, it doesn't start. It just you know Steam pretends like it's starting and then it doesn't, and my little icon is blue in the corner. But once I get it going, it actually works pretty well. I mean, there's some stoppage and stuff, but you know, it's very rare. So yeah, you see, I haven't had. I mean, I must admit, it runs very smoothly on the PS4. Yeah. Not an issue. You know, I've not had any problems. It's never hitched or stopped or stuttered. Yeah. You know, I've still got the popping stuff, but I haven't really seen any frame drops or anything like that. You know, it seems to be pretty static. Yeah. You know, it doesn't seem to be having any issues. I mean, have you any interest in this at all, Antonio, or not? Um, not really, no. But if I ever did, I'd probably get it on the PC. But one of the weirdest like complaints I've heard from the PC is that unless you go quite deep into the settings, it's locked at 30 FPS. It's not. It's really not. Well, not for me, it wasn't. I went mm. into the settings and I switched it to from 30 to 60 and right. then I quit out. But it has to restart. Okay. It wasn't deep at all. I mean, maybe that was because of an update. Hopefully. Uh, maybe. And the other thing is, this was I didn't get this at first. You have to hold down... Mm. The 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 mouse button in order to change um, settings, which is yeah. Because I used to a complaint from a friend of mine is that some oh, just drop something. Uh, some menus are hold and some menus are just click. Right, right. Is a complaint That's, and I agree yeah. with that. Well, so yeah, and I, I guess the other the other problem is a as a console player is that the interface is exactly the same as a PC, so it's like a mouse cursor that comes up when you're in the menus. Yeah, but it doesn't seem that ordinary. Uh, no, I mean it's not, it's not. It's just a bit odd. And one of the other complaints I've heard, which is a fu- which is a funny one, but actually quite a good complaint, is that you can't get rid of the HUD. Well, I know there's so, a button for show HUD. Yeah, there, there people are saying you can't get rid of the HUD. So when you want to take a picture, you can't entirely get rid of it all because a lot of people obviously want to take pictures because it's kind of cool and you might find something unique looking or whatever. Well, and you should be and able if, to do that. I agree. Yeah, because it's that kind of game. It's an exploration yeah, Every game, game should let you drop the HUD. The Witcher 3 should have let you drop the HUD. Yeah, so yeah. if you want to take a picture of the sunset or whatever, yeah, you probably can. Yeah, you can, because my background for a good while was a cool uh, mountain I found, the Witcher, and I took all the HUD off. Well, you yeah. can if you go into the options and stuff, but I'm saying there should be a single button so that everything yeah. can be like modded Skyrim. Yeah, okay. so you can just go click, no HUD. Exactly. There's yeah, a screenshot function for every video game, especially one like this one that prizes itself on how good it looks. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's one of the, you know, if that is true and there isn't any way to get rid of the hood, I haven't experimented, so I don't know. Uh, but if that if that is true, that's a bit of a faux pas, really, when you think, like you said, this game is all about the aesthetic, so people will want to take screenshots to have as wallpaper or whatever. So, yes. But other than that, I am, like I say, I'm, I'm kind of like you. I'm probably enjoying it more than I thought I would. Um, but I think it's. I do think the UI is overly fussy and complex, and, and way more complex than it needs to be. I agree with that to an extent. Yeah. The first time I saw yeah. a screenshot of the inventory, uh, I thought it was Destiny because that's the same yeah, thing as Destiny of like, like scrolling, it. right? Yeah. Across, which was a bit. And some of the iconography weird. in the inventory looks like the <laughs> Destiny icons. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, and there's all this like you've got to put it in here first and then you move it into here and then you can do this and it doesn't do a really good job of explaining how to do anything at the beginning of the game I didn't think. Definitely not. I mean, uh, I it's fairly intuitive once you get going, but yeah, I mean, whatever. It could have done a better job of saying like here's how you do this or so you do that. I do yeah, like, I must admit. The jetpack is very handy. I found that, you know, a lot of times like when I'm playing Skyrim, 
if there's a canyon, or The Witcher 3 is a good example. You know, if there's a canyon, if I, if I know I can't jump it, I'm going to have to spend five minutes going around. That's such a pain in the ass. A little jetpack in this, whoop, you just pop. There is, I don't, oh. there is a little function with the jetpack that you might not be aware of. I don't know. If you're stood next to a vertical surface, it'll it'll become unlimited until you get to the top. Really, I did not know that. Yeah, so if you stand right next to the if you stand right next to something that's vertical and put the jetpack on it, it'll just keep on going until you get to the top of whatever it is. Well, all right, all right, all right. And another little thing that they don't even bother telling you. The only thing, the only way I found this out, IGN did a, a really excellent tips and tricks for playing No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that stuff was in there, and I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. You know, it just doesn't do a good job of telling you what to do. Well, no. You know, it's almost like, just get on with it. You're a gamer. You know what to do. It'll be fine. No. Um, but, yeah, the, map, the whole mapping on the controller is very odd. Yeah. Like, so uh, stupid every, you can't rechange everything. Yeah, it all seems to be in a very it's odd place. It's spoiled by being a PC gamer. Well, I did think about the PC thing, I must admit, but then I wanted the option of trading it in if I didn't get on with it or I thought it was a bit pants. Yeah. Or I should have so, done it too. I know, I wish I had I didn't do it quick enough though, did I? I got, I got the way PC version. Because, yeah, should have got rid of that ages ago. It's only worth 12 quid now. Mm. Ah, well, you live and you learn. Yep. You live and you learn. Now, um, a friend of mine, right, renamed No Man's Sky and... If I tell you this name, since you both played it, I haven't, would, would you say this matches uh, your opinions? He called it a somewhat good-looking walking simulator with a pointlessly enormous universe mechanic that works a lot better in theory than in practice. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I think it is cool. I just like the idea of, you know, landing on a new planet all the time, you know, or going to the next place or, you know, now I've got a... Have you got your hyperdrive yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't even got that. Well, wow, that's right, uh, okay. I mean, you know, you're you're getting started. You're trying to figure out how it works. You really suck. <laughs> I've got the first bit. I bought it's, the first bit from the space station. You know, here's the thing. It, it depends on I, – I don't know if it's going to keep me interested because when I first heard about it, I was like, okay, that sounds great, but why are you exploring? What's the point? Now, the ultimate point is you're making your way to the center of the universe or something. Yeah. So I that's kind of cool. And I, But I wonder how much those little meaningless – goals that they keep putting in front of you will keep me moving you know what i mean because a lot of times i'm like eh, i need a reason to keep going but if it is that you know you're gonna find another planet you're gonna find a a, a, a colony uh, you know some trader to get you a bigger and better ship maybe i will keep going with it who knows Oh, it definitely has that. It has. You can upgrade your ship. You can get better ships and bigger ships. I know, but I'm just. I'm not um, sure that that's going to keep me interested. But just be careful. Just be careful, because even that can cause problems. Yes. Uh, someone was saying that they upgraded the ship, and but you you can't trade in your old ship or anything like that. Mm. And if you forget to take anything out of your cargo hold or out of your inventory on your ship, it disappears along with the ship. Oof. So just be careful. I will. <laughs> but again, you know, it's simple things like that that should not happen, should they? You know, you shouldn't. It should automatically transfer whatever inventory you've got. And I want yeah, to know how you. I mean, I guess you need a bigger ship, but you know, I reach my max inventory pretty quickly, and it's like I had to start throwing things away. And I was like, well, I need this plutonium, but I guess I don't need this bead of wonder or whatever it was. And I'm yeah, just you just like, sell them. Exactly. Yeah, I know, but but that's the thing. I went to Galactic Trading Emporium or whatever, and like only half of the treasures I had accumulated would be bought by this 
trading outpost. So I guess I got to go find other trading outposts. And it was just like, come on, let me just sell everything that I'm not going to use. Damn. Yeah, I think it's. I think what they've done is taken a, like a really pretty decent idea and just overcomplicated it. Yeah, that may be. Do you know what I mean? Made it way more complex than it needs to be, and all this weird stuff. And like you said, why can't look? If you go to a trader, you just want to sell your stuff. You don't want to have to go to a different one because they don't particularly want whatever you've got. You should. Someone. What is that? It's a phone call. Oh, is it you or is it Antonio? It's Antonio. All right. I was going to say, yeah, they, they should really um, just be able to sell stuff where you want to sell it. They might give you less money. You know, Guys, do, do, any of you, do any of you need life insurance? Uh, no. Um, actually, no. 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 Oh, that's what it was about. Oh, oh no. Yes, go, go go love I play Lucio Ball. It sucked. Uh, but yes. <laughs> anyway. Apologies yeah, so for these people. The, there, don't worry. But yeah, they should they should let you sell stuff. But maybe they might say if you sell it at this particular outlet, you'll get double the amount of money than you will at this outlet. Right. But you should always be able to sell it. Right, I agree with that. But in real life, man, you can't. I mean, you can't sell video games that you know Kmart. No, I guess you can't. So it's like, but we're in like space, that, and it's make believe. So who cares? I'm in space. I'm in space. Um, what did you think of the way you mined them with your laser beam? I don't mind that. I think it's good, and I think that, you know, when you're at quite a distance, you can still mine something, which is very nice. You know, Minecraft, of course, you have to be right next to it. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the combat's a little wonky. I mean, it's not a combat game, mostly. So when you have to fight the sensor bots or whatever they're called, um, that's a little, eh, I mean, whatever. It's fine. It's an interesting little moment to have to with the With the GTA-esque sort of wanted rating. Yeah. Which, which I thought was kind of amusing. Um, yeah, they're not difficult to fight, but obviously if you do kill one or two, then a load more turn up, don't yep. they? But you can seem to outrun them really easily. Yeah, they don't tend to chase you very far. It's true. Yeah. So, But overall, I mean, what would be your review noise for this game? So my review noise so far is... Yeah, no, I would kind of agree. I would kind of agree. But is it better than Pancakes? No, I would take Pancakes over this game right now. Yeah, I would. Uh, I, it doesn't pass the Pancake test, does it, really? Not yet. As a, as a standard. Anyway, uh, glad so we both like that. I'm glad Harley Dan has it. Thank you, Harley Dan, for letting me play your game. Once again, I am leeching off of you. Why not? Just do it. Um, yeah, other games I've played this week. Chinny and I had a big session on Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we did manage. We did manage to complete seven bombs. Oh my! I watched some of this, but after yeah, which it was, happened. Yeah, which was kind of funny. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, right? Once you get into the really complex stuff, I was getting to the point where I felt like I needed a master's degree to decipher even what I had to tell him. Because when you start doing complex wires. And these, like, there's ones that you switch around, and there's ones with more than one face and stuff. And it's like I couldn't even understand what I was meant to be telling him, let alone tell him. It it gets very complex very fast. Um, the the Morse code bit was kind of fun. So you so you have to do Morse code, and obviously it gives you letters, and then there's about sixteen different passwords or phrases, and then they translate into a frequency that then the other person has to put in. So. You you can imagine it just gets yeah it just keeps on getting very very complex yeah um 
But overall, I must admit, I do like this game. I do. But I feel like I need to study the like the different things to understand what the hell I'm meant to be telling you. I mean, because we got to one point where I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't understand what this, how this works. Uh, my understanding is that it's supposed to be on the fly, you figuring things out and trying to explain it and figure it out together. There is that. There is that. But honestly, some of the once you get to the more complex bombs to defuse, they it gets really, really hard. Yeah. It does. I mean, we did fail a few times, and it it does it does do a fairly good job of of sort of slowly ramping it up. You know, there are some. You know, it gives you some fairly, and it'll repeat some of them, so you get used to certain ones, but then it'll chuck in a new one. Right. Uh, and he seems to do a good job of that. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, this game is hard. And uh, yes, there were some expletives from from both of our side whilst we were playing it because we're like. Wah, wah! I'll have to check that out. Yeah. You can check it out on our Twitch stream, people. Twitch.tv slash veteran gamers. Yeah, which you can. And then we did. Which, which, which side is more stressful? The diffuser or the uh, knowledge giver? Well, now it's funny you should say that because I've not diffused with anyone. Uh-huh. I've always I've always been the... Switch? No, because I haven't got OBS, so I couldn't do the, the sort of capture properly for him. So, yeah, so I was sort of just the... Uh, the giver of information. I see. You should get OBS. It's a good platform. I know. I keep forgetting to do it. I need to sort that out, I guess. But hmm. That's how we're Twitch streaming now. I know. We've got busy stuff stuff to do, man. Yeah. Got stuff to do. Busy. We're all busy. Always busy. Um, so, yes, I played that. And then the final thing I played, which I have no clue what this is, really, is called Urashika Tainted Bloodlines on the PS Vita. And I reckon Antonio would probably like this. Bell, I'm not gonna lie. I reckon he would probably like this bell. Because it's kinda like anime uh but also like a turn based RPG. Ooh. Many of them. That's the Vita mate has got tons of them. It has. And this just feels like one of those tons of them. Mm. I have no idea what the story was. The combat was kind of all right, but I didn't really understand what I was doing. You know, I was just clicking stuff and, like, winning a fight. And I was like, oh, yeah, what a fight. But I have no real idea. Um, it does look nice, though. You know, the opening's nice, and there's lots of, obviously, cutscenes, as there always is in these types of games. As always. But, yeah, it's just not my thing, I don't think. It's just a turn-based. I mean, look, I've played turn-based games and got on with them, but I don't know. It's a, it's a very simplistic turn-based, you know, three on one side, two on the other or whatever, or three on five on the other or whatever, you know, taking in turns. You've got, the, it has this sort of, it's unique combat thing where if you kill the leader, you don't have to fight any of the other minions or whatever. Oh. All right. So that was kind of interesting because at least then, like, you're like, some of the fights can be a bit quicker. You're not fannying around, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. It's not my thing, really. And it's it's weird, you know. It, there's like, for instance, there's like a stoat that's like with you as a partner. I saw the person running with that. I'm like, really? Yeah, but then in back at the base, the stoat's like a girl with stoatish ears. What? <laughs> so it's like, like, like the plot of an anime. Usually, yeah. anime is much more normal and sensible than that. And there, there was some weird thing with skulls laughing and. Some girl sacrificed herself to bring them back to life, and then they Spoilers. ate her. Oh, it's yeah. the first five minutes of the game, isn't it? Yeah, 
And then he ate her, though. It was a bit weird. Okay. And then, like, he's this angel thing said, oh, you'll be fine. Hopefully you'll come back to life again. And then flew off with her body. It was it was all very weird. I have no weird real idea. Mm. Sounds great. And you will comment on the do... gameplay, but the stream isn't showing any gameplay. Uh, no, no, that's, that's all that gameplay. happens. That's the first 20 minutes. There is no gameplay. Okay. <laughs> it really isn't. Uh, I don't know. It it kind of is what it was. Mm. I've probably, I've, I've probably walked past this before at a convention. Yeah. Because a lot of the conventions yeah. I go to, there's a lot of Vita games. Yeah. Cool. And he does his thing, use my face, right? So I did my face, and then he didn't seem to use my face. It was all very weird. Oh, yeah. Huh? <laughs> I didn't have, a, didn't have a beard. for this game. <laughs> didn't have a beard or anything. So I don't know. It's all a bit weird. Anyway, so that's kind of it for me. That's all I've played this week. Um, so we'll, co- we'll 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 speak to the guests now, and we'll leave Duke till last. Okay. So, well, yes. first one actually includes uh, Duke. Yeah. Ooh. So, oh, God, so Rocket, is it Rocket League? No, that's next. Uh, first, first of all, there's currently a humble bundle. Two, in fact, one's an indie yeah. one. Then you know, indie one. I'll probably get that later. And there's a survival game style one, or a creation style one. There we go. And uh, I've got it for two games especially. Uh, one's called Colart, which interested me, and the other one's Rust. Yeah, I've yeah. never played Rust. And um, I can't really tell you too much about my experience because my experience so far has been follow Duke. Because <laughs> I, I, I turned it on Rust. just to give it like a five minute go, and then you just messaged with like, "Do you want a guy? Do you want this? Do you want this? Shall I just join you?" Actually, no, you didn't even say it. you just joined my server. I think. <laughs> yep. And yeah. I'm not waiting for people to invite me. So, what do we even do? You pretty much showed me how to basically Yeah, survive. I showed you the basics of, you know, building stuff. and um, This is like old rust. Um, yeah, I showed you the basics of chopping stuff and XPing up and, uh, yeah, making a house. Yeah, yeah. I killed some animals by hitting them with pickaxes, which is rare. Mm. Usually can't do that very well. Is, 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 is it... Is everyone's game of Rust buggy as hell and like graphically glitchy? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, because I, I had <laughs> um, I had shadows on, you know, best quality you can have, and your yeah. shadows were still doing. No, but I also think that's the server we were on. For whatever reason, I think there was okay. something. I don't know. It's not the server we were on was kind of messed up. Oh, okay. So. Okay. But I'm I'm willing to play more and learn. Really, I feel like this would be a game. In like, so I'm going to university quite soon. I feel like I'll waste a night away just learning things in oh, Rust. Yeah, absolutely. And once cool. you kind of get the hang of actually playing it, it's a lot more there than just run around, and get you know, kill things, get started. Well, yeah. When we were searching, you were trying to take me somewhere, and someone built a wall across the entire plane we were trying to get to. They pretty much yeah. built right. Like they colonized an area pretty much, right. which is pretty mental. Yeah. And is that common? Yeah, I mean, is it like? Um, kind of takeovers to happen yeah i mean you know the the surrounding a rad town is pretty rare it's only going to find on the modded servers because you're not going to have enough stuff on a regular server to do that but you know running up and against a big group of people which is probably what made that that is common you're going to find that every time you play really so you know it behooves you to have a group of people to roll with it's hard for a lone wolf out there to be fair, out of a, I think it was a box. I found a rocket launcher. So. Well, yeah, there's that. That's the big benefit of playing on a modded server is that you're going to get 
you know. Like increased variety so, loot drops. So this, what's on the stream now, Antonio? This looks better than what you were seeing. Okay. You were uh, loading the stream. Yep. Yeah. Ah, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think the server we were on had very limited graphics for whatever reason. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think keep trying different servers, you'll probably find better. And that was weird. I had not seen many servers. I'd never. I don't think I'd ever seen a server that had limited graphics before. But whatever. Yeah, it looked like I was playing it on low. Yeah. Like down low. Yeah. Uh, but yes, as Stu said earlier, Rocket League. I'm. I played a few recently, didn't I? Yeah. Happens in good games the other day. It was great. Mm. And um, on my show notes, which I've written for myself, I put PS, uh, PC, and Xbox One because I play the Xbox yeah. One version as well. Sweet. And all I have to say, if any of you out there who listen play Xbox One, I am going to stereotype here, but. Oh snap! Get better, please get better. I had to turn off cross-platform play. It's either really boring or really annoying, because you either get paired with people who are really bad or people that are just bad. Look, and come on, I'm, Antonio. Let's let, whoa, whoa, let's put this into perspective. Like you are the sort of multiplayer master on most things that you play online, aren't you? It's true. So by your standards, most people are going to be a bit crap, aren't they? You know what I'm saying? Ah, okay. Now, that is true. And I, all I've done is rank matches. I've only played briefly since it, it's a friend of mine's copy. I'd, why would I buy it again? Um, so me and him played together, actually, doubles. We won nine games out of the ten, right? And how the ranking system works is there's five tiers overall and four sub-tiers in each tier. And for some reason, even though we won nine games, about seven of them pretty dominantly... We're in the second to lowest tier. How does Ooh, that make sense? What does that mean then? I don't know. Well, how well, does it so work that means that out? means I have to climb very. I have to play a lot more matches to climb higher. Even though we won nine games in a row, out of the ten uh, placement matches, I don't get why we were thrown so low. Yeah, but well, I guess it depends I mean, on how it works it out, doesn't it? Really, that's true. But in the PC version, I I won less games. I remember my placement matches, and I was in Challenger two, I think, which is uh two tiers above the current one I'm in. That's weird. It is weird. But it's fine. It, it runs okay. I remember when Rocket League came out on PS4 uh, when it just came out on it back in last year. It ran pretty badly then. So it's running fine on Xbox One. It's the same game. I've said it on my <laughs> podcast. I've said it on so many shows I've been on and stuff. If you haven't played Rocket League yet, give it a shot. It's yeah. fantastic. It is fantastic. And uh, the rumble mode coming It's the type of game well. where, yeah, like when I sit down to play games, I'm like, and no matter what I, I think, like, oh, I should play this now. I'm like, I should I should make some progress on The Witcher 3. Nope, Rocket League. And then, like, yeah. I'm just two hours later, I'm like, man, Rocket League is so awesome. Whatever it's got, it's got it. It's, it's really? totally got it's got me. It's got its hooks in me. And yeah. the one thing I have to say is that the community on Rocket League, to some extent, is really toxic. Every game, it seems like there's yeah. somebody who's like, noobs, mad cause bad, suck, mm. you get good. I'm like, shut yeah, well, yeah. up. This is a game yeah. that is fun and it doesn't mean anything. Stop pretending like this is some measure of your self worth as a human being because it's not. A positive to the Xbox One version is you have to click back to even stop typing, and the typing is quite laggy in game. Yeah. So. Well, that's the thing. I, yeah, I mean, whatever. The, the, on the other hand, there are some good people, too. I've had some really interesting mm. interactions with people, and one person got my name. I had to switch my name because, I don't know, I had this spark of inspiration. I was like, I have to change my name to something from The Simpsons, and if you give me a minute, I'll uh, play the clip of what my uh, name is. Would you like it again? 
Because I, I do have a little bit more to say. No, oh, here we go. Right. I got the sound right here. I'm not going to bother with the audio. I need your advice. Yeah. See, I got this friend named Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. That's the worst name I ever heard. Oh, no. Hey, Joey Jojo. So I had to change my name to Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo, and one person got it. So that was great. Are you looking forward to the rumble mode? I don't know. To be honest, I think it'll be cute for a little while, but I'll be like, eh, whatever. That was cute. Let's move on. Mm, fair enough. One of the biggest draws of Rocket League has been it's free, almost monthly DLC. Oh, yeah. Whether that be good or bad. Neo Tokyo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but it's one of the few games that does that. And look how many people are still playing. You know, they're, oh, yeah. they're keeping people playing. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And, and they're rewarding the community, aren't they? That they worked out the formula for keeping people in, and that's yeah. by yeah, give you free shit every month. You'll keep playing regardless of what it is, and make hmm. stuff you can buy for the decorations of your car, different cars and stuff. People buy those. So yeah. they, they, and it has been improving a lot. Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't you just wish that other multiplayer games would take the lead and do the same things? You know, why Why did he just want to fleece everybody? Why not sell more copies and get more of a bigger community hey, rather than... It's like they say in Glen Gary, Glen Ross. You don't sell a man one car once. You sell him five cars over the course of his life. Yeah. That's the way you know to do it. Yeah, keep just keep them interested. Don't, don't be penny-pinching and trying to, you know nickel and dime people for as much as you can get out of them actually support the community and give them a reason to keep on playing and also recommend the friends to play it yes i've recommended so many people to play this game yeah great it's worth way more isn't it than Mm. you know the the amount of bits of money you'll make from you know just bits of dlc that you're just trying to charge for all the time yeah Yeah, yeah it's weird yeah Anyway, what else have you been playing, Antonio? So, I recently saw a friend of mine who I haven't seen for a very long time, and we used to always have a game night together, like, monthly. So we played two games together, one that I brought with me and said, let's give it a try, and the other one we've both been saying over chat for a long time, like about three years now we've been saying this, let's play it. So the first one, which was like the, let's try it, we played Battletoads through Rare Replay on the Xbox One. I, oh my because, god, it's the most difficult game ever. Ah, so hard. It's... It's, it's pretty hard, yeah. It's it's enjoyable hard, though, but I'd recommend the arcade version of it, which is still on Rare Replay. Um, since it's... it's it look, well, it looks better, and it plays better, in my opinion. And plus, Friendly Fire is turned off, which is much nicer. But it, So, for anybody fun. who doesn't know what this yes. is, what is it? So, Battletoads was an NES game. So, this is me relaying stuff everyone's told me. This is my first experience with Battletoads. Um, it's an NES game uh, made by Rare... Uh, since it's part of Rare Replay, and it was notorious, from what I've heard, for being very hard. Is this true? Is this, is this true? Is this true? Yes. Am I, am I right? Yeah, thank you. And well, um, What type I, of game? What type of game? Come on, tell people what it is. It's a side-scrolling brawler. There you go. It's a side-scrolling brawler, which I'm, I have a weird love for, since I have um, like a MAME-emulated arcade machine, and some of my favorite games to play on there. With the side-scrolling beat-em-ups, like um, or some good ones, Final Fight, Double Dragon, The Simpsons Arcade Game, stuff like Street that. Street of Rage! I've never played that. I have it on the Sega Mega Drive collection. I want to play it. It there looks very go. fun. It is fun. But is fun. Uh, I'll it, tell you, one of the best games was um, The Warriors for side-scrolling beat-em-ups. Which, which, was, which was a Rockstar game. Yeah, okay, you want to buy that one, the movie one. 
yeah, yeah, it's a tie into movie. More, more rare that game is. Yeah, it's a really good game though. Oh, really? Good side scrolling beat em up. Yeah, it's a good it's a good side scrolling beat em up. Have any of you ever played Battletoads? Nope. No, I haven't actually, as it goes. I'll move on then, because I'm sure people are here to listen to a game from the NES era. Now, the other game is, again, a game most you probably haven't heard of. I know you two have, because I remember when I first started listening to you, God, freaking ages ago. It's one of our favourite games. This is... Do you know what I know what you're going to say. Yeah, you? you said you because you mentioned yeah you sent an email with about yeah. it, didn't you? Yeah. So we, so me and my friend, we are a big fan of horror. We love horror. We love suspense, thriller, and especially horror. And um, the most recent thing we played was um, uh, Rule of Rose. Have you heard of that? What's going on, everybody? My name is Blitzwinger, and of course, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what was random soundbite from Duda? Yeah. Uh, uh, what was it called? Sorry, say again. I was distracted uh, Rule by of Duda. Rose. Rule of Rose, no, I've not heard of it. It was a um it's a very, very rare PS two game. My friend has a copy, which is mental. It goes about hundred quid, it's a PS two game made by Atlas. And it's a really good horror game. It's pretty clunky. But anyway, the game I'm talking about is Decay. Oh, oh. yeah. Uh, we love this game. I remember when you were talking about it ages ago, I tried the trial for episode one. I was like, Oh no, 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 I'm not ready for this. So <laughs> cut six years later, we played it one sitting and I filmed it all because I wanted to do a a series about indie games because did you lot know that the indie game servers for Xbox One are being turned off? Sorry, Xbox 360 being turned off next year. No. Yeah, I heard about that. No, I did hear that they're not mm. supporting it anymore. Yeah. So um, I guess I'll ask you this when we get to the question, like the emails later. So I'll, I'll ask it. Well, um, I'll, not, I'll not read your email because that would be a bit weird. But you can ask us. We can do. Yeah, we I'll, can I'll go just, through. I can read it to you if you want. That make you better. No, it. no, that'd be weird as well. Oh. <laughs> um, but anyway, just ask okay, it. yes. It's if fine. any of you don't know what it is, it is basically a point-and-click style horror game and the way you move around apart from the last episode which changed the gameplay style do you remember that yeah so we went, weren't it, as keen on the last part we, we thought it ended not as well as it could have done mm, well from what i remember can i well it's six years old can i go into spoilers yes. kind of spoilers? i guess yeah well i guess can i just say one thing um i was gonna ask if i can swear but i've sworn a lot on this podcast before go ahead what, what, can, what I can say is yeah. Fuck that ball puzzle. Yes. You know what I'm about? My yeah. God. <laughs> Five minutes. We were sat there doing it. And we went, oh, just look at a guide. And we watched it, and it looked like we were in a trance. We, like, how do you, what? Huh? Yeah, it was really stupid. Basically, what it was, people, there was uh, four colored, uh, four, six rows, sorry. Was it six or four rows? Basically, there was a lot of balls out of place. You could only move them one direction at a time, pretty much, and you had to put them all in the right order in in my colours. But the actual game, we loved it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. One of my Very favorite point clicks I've ever played, and up there for my favorite like thriller and suspense horror games. Yeah. Because I'm a, yeah. we're a big fan of less is more when it comes to horror. Mm-hmm. We like noticing things, not having jump scares. And there were a couple jump scares. Yeah, there was like a rule of thumb, like one per episode almost would decay. Right. And they all, apart from one, in my opinion, were like genuinely like, oh god. One of them, I remember, my mate said, you jumping at it was scarier than the actual jump scare. <laughs> 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 That's usually three. the case. Um, um, interestingly, you know, you said you tried to get a hold of the developers. Yeah. Yeah, we we also did at the time. I did try and do an interview with them, but they never came back to me. They were they seemed really difficult to get a hold of, and I think they they were from they were a European country somewhere. Uh, is where they what were I from. I can find they were Swedish. 
Yeah. And, and I had a lot of difficulty because I would have loved to have spoken to him about mm. it. And oh. I have no clue what they've done since this. Uh, they uh, did do a follow up called Decay the Mur. Yeah, I played this uh, first, actually. I played this last. Oh, you played Decay the Mur? Yeah, and they're separate games, so you can play them in any order. It's yeah. not as good as no, Decay, the first one. Yeah, I agree. But it, I'd enjoy it. it but great. both endings were kind of not very satisfying. Nope. I did no, like there I was, was lots of endings, yeah. but they were very, like... It was a bit like Heavy Rain almost was like, okay, it's the same apart from this one difference. It's yeah. the same apart from this one difference. Right. Yeah. But, um, what was I going to say about Decay? It doesn't look amazing, but I, do, I just love... It's weird to say, but one of the favourite effects they did with it, especially in episode four, was the way they used the noise effect. Mm. So, you know, adding noise to, to an image. Yeah. Because it made some generally tense things. Yeah, I and I loved, like, uh, for example, in episode one or three, one, hearing footsteps after you close the door. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to turn around. Because it's stationary apart from episode four. So one to three, you basically use the D-pad to move up, down, left, or right in a room. Yep. And yep. I was going to bring this up in the later section about uh, puzzle games. Because I, I count this as a puzzle game. Yeah. Yeah, it is. No, definitely a puzzle game. Mm. And apart from the ball puzzle, they were all, like, smart. I think episode two was my favorite episode. Because everything you saw had a purpose. Do you remember the bit with the safe and the symbols? Vaguely. It's a long time since we played this. The one, the one that stands out for me was the, was the little piano. Yeah, that's the episode. That's the episode. Yeah. I remember the piano and you had to play the, the tune. And it was so hard, and you were listening to the tone to make sure you played the right order and the right keys and stuff, and it was very clever. I like that. And what was a cool, what was a cool little reward as well is when you finished episode four, you were given a code to download the actual soundtrack. Yes, that's right. I and remember it's, doing it's that. It's a small soundtrack, but it's very good. I was really impressed with it. Cool. It's a good game. I mean, a really good game. And, and there were quite a lot of little gems, you know, on the, on the indie store. And, yeah, that's what I was going to ask later about... Yeah any good gems that I might have missed out because I want to basically show people them and say get them now while you can because most of them probably won't be ported that's right yeah I mean a lot of them to be fair a lot of the stuff that was on the indie games are on Steam as well very true very true but yeah, there's a lot some of them, of them some of them I can remember that were very what good what about try not to fart is that on Steam I don't think so <laughs> I don't know it might be <laughs> I've never checked oh silver dollar games you're so crazy what about ah, Silent they, Dream? That's the best game ever made. But but they also did a very very good indie game, yeah. uh, which was one one finger death punch. Well, that uh, was good. good. I like that, I like which that. is a really good game, and that was by Silver Dollar. So you know, as they did do it. I mean, I gave yes. them a real good grilling when I interviewed them. No, it's true. They did some uh, horrible, horrible, horrible games, and they did a couple of decent games. Yeah, they did. What was the other one? They did another another oh. half decent one that was played. It was called Blow. Oh, Blow, yeah, that was good. Yeah. See, they, they did do, but... Yeah, but then they them... did the Killer's Dream, and it made all the good stuff go away. <laughs> what was the Killer's Dream? Oh, my God. Oh. I have to finish up it now. Oh, my God. I'm good. You're in for a treat, you oh, are. Oh, no, there's nothing treatful about this. You're in for a treat. It's, um, for, it's the reason why people hate... Uh, <laughs> but, it's not even on the thing. Where's the Killer's Dream? But their opinion was this. You have to make money to make good games. They did. They made all these little shitty games just to make money. 
yeah, to make money to make the good games. You know, that was their yeah. opinion. And if it worked, there, you know, oh, all, killer's dream. Oh my! God. I remember them saying no, Luke and no sold more than one no, of their Luke like most development <laughs> I love no, Luke and no, no, Luke and no. Oh, when Christ, you that game. Shit. You had to stop the cat getting the milk. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't you the cat trying to get him. I can't See, remember. What he here's was. this bullshit killer's dream. During the dream sequences, images will flash on the screen. Look for a letter or a symbol somewhere on the image. The letters will help spell out the killer's name, so remember them. And then the game was just they put up some stupid pictures of skulls and stuff. And and here's this woman supposedly talking to this man about like if you go into your dream the killer's name will appear. Like, what killer? What are you talking about? And then oh, it like, it's this. And then it would be like oh it would be like X yeah. happy. They were a big fan forever. of these like yeah. And then, then it would be like so what's the killer's name? And you'd be like Bob. Mm-hmm. You're like wrong. Killer got away. Like <laughs> this is, it's the worst game ever made. <laughs> It really is. It was. Dreams become more frightening over time. Yeah, because you're sitting there going, am I still playing this? That's frightening. Oh, my God. Look at this shit. Well, anyway, Sorry, the- viewers, I feel bad that you even have to look at this. <laughs> but otherwise. One Finger Death Punch, I'm telling you, is definitely worth checking out if you haven't played it before. I have played it. I got it on Steam. Very good. Very good. So that's by that was on the Xbox Live in the games. Obviously, we remember um, ba bum ba bum ba bum. What was the? Um, I made a game with zombies in it. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That was really excellent. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Johnny Platforms Biscuit Romp. That mm. was that was really good. Yeah. Was- uh, I'm trying to think of all the games we played. So many. God, we played a lot of indie games, didn't we? Um. What else was it? Well, it was Johnny Platform Saves Christmas as well. That was another follow-up to it. Uh, I'll have a think. I'll have a think. I'll come up with a few more. Anything else you've played, though, while we're thinking? Uh, yes, I have played Overwatch. Yay, Overwatch! Overwatch! Have you played Jukes? Oh, yeah, I love Overwatch. Do you want to fill in while I run to the toilet? Yes, Overwatch is Yay. a game. They have stuff I'm in it. I'm pretty sure Overwatch is a great game. You do things like shoot people and play things. Uh, it's a it's an entirely objective based game, so there's no team deathmatch, which I thought was kind of annoying because I kind of wanted there to be a team deathmatch, but whatever. Um, but the glory of it is that there's all these different characters, and they fit into about six or seven different categories, maybe fewer. There's offense, there's defense, there's tanks, there's healers, and there's some other one. Anyway, have you played any? Have you played any this week? Yeah, oh yeah. I play Overwatch every week. Like, it's a good counterpart. When I play some Rocket League and I win, but then I'm still hyped up and I want to play some more multiplayer, I'll play Overwatch. And my character is Bastion. He's my favorite dude because you you can run around as a, you know, anthropomorphic robot and, like, jump and shoot and, you know, run around. Or he has this mode where he becomes a turret and you can just... And you can take down... Um, he's the best one for dealing with Reinhardt's shield. So once I see that shield, I'm just like, there goes your shield. Now what? Ah, you're not so powerful now. And um, I also like playing as the Widowmaker. She's cool because she has an assault rifle that turns into a sniper rifle. That's cool. And uh, I like playing as Lucio because he's a good healer and he's uh, he's area of effect. Not you know the other major healer is Mercy, and she basically like shoots a gun of healing at you, but it's one at a time. So if you play as Lucio, you're you have a little cloud 
and you heal everyone in your cloud. So that's cool. Well, I haven't played as this guy on the stream. Back. Yeah, this guy on the stream is, I don't even remember his name, but uh, I don't play as him very much because you have to be pretty accurate with him. But it's uh, Anun. McCree. Anun, baby. Yeah, Cree, Robert McCree. Um, mm. I've been playing as Genji a little bit, but I suck with him. Uh, but he's pretty powerful because once you get good at him, he can do some damage. And mm. if you're Bastion, you better hope Genji doesn't show up because you're dead. <laughs> Because Genji has this move where he can put his samurai sword uh, blocking your bullets, and they reflect back at you. So basically, he can take out a turret in like three seconds. It's beautiful. Yep. So who's your go-to character there, Antonio? Ah, well, it depends on what attack I'm defending, but it's mainly Tracer or May. Tracer, man. I am not good with Tracer. I suck as Tracer. I literally yesterday did a 87-2 to oh match with Tracer. That's impressive. So I'm doing a lot of competitive play, and competitive play matches can last a fair while. Damn, you I already got up to competitive. I haven't, I haven't even gotten to competitive yet because I have to level up more. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that, is it, what, isn't the cap like 25 or something? You have to be level 25. Yeah. Um, I'm, well, I'm 54, I think. Damn. I just haven't played it enough, I guess. I got a mate of mine who's got three stars, level 2, which is level 302. Damn. I meant on it. I like the star way, system, though. Doesn't last. What's uh, so Tracer's ultimate is the bomb. Tra- Tracer's ultimate is probably one of the worst. It's a bomb that has a very small radius. Yeah. And, if you um, attach it to someone, they're dead. It's, well, if they ha- if they're a light to medium character, they're either dead or weakened badly. Right. Well, every and, time I get stuck with a bomb, I'm dead. Uh, who who do you play as? Mostly Bastion. And of course, uh, I'm usually yeah. the turret, so when she attaches it to me, I'm like, ah! And I try to transform and get away. And normally that gets rid of, like, half to three quarters of his health. Well. And his, her gun as well is not very good. Yeah. That's basically, she, basically, she has full auto pea shooters, pretty much, as her gun. Yeah. But I, I really enjoy her, because um, I love her abilities of blink, which means you can jump forward. Yeah. Like, a couple meters. And rewind, which you can rewind, like, five seconds. Yep. And whatever your health was that time, so say you're, you're full health, yeah. you go back to full health. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. And May is... Um, I love she May. I haven't even she, played she, as May. That's the one that just got added recently. Uh, Arna was just added recently. Who? Arna. A-N-A. Arna. Oh, right. Who's, which one's... And May is not the one that freezes. May is, May is the ice. I hate one. May! Death! Because <laughs> she always gets me and turns me into an iceberg, and I'm like, No! I love Especially when I'm like Soldier 76 and I'm like, and as soon as it never fails, as soon as I, I've got you in my sights. Tss, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the satisfaction of someone doing their ultimate and then they hear a tiny oh, sound yeah. turn around and then they're frozen. Aerosol. So basically, so basically what May does is she can, uh, she has an ice gun, which can either fire little ice projectiles or freeze people. Simple as that. And she can put herself in like a cocoon of ice to he- heal herself like a little bit. And what I love, and I'm really good at, not going to do my horn, but I love doing it. I've got to get at is what? using an ice wall. You can put an ice wall up. See, I, just... You know what? As soon as the ice wall goes up, as Bastion, I'm just like, brrr, ice wall down. Screw you and your ice wall. <laughs> but that, that gives me time to sneak around or do something like that. Yeah. Normally with Bastion, I put an ice wall up, and then wherever he's shooting, I leave a little gap. Just right. so that I can peek around and freeze him. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, May's, in the, May's on the stream, people. Yeah, I just found May Let's Play footage. Well, you're too kind. Yeah. And um, her ultimate is... It just actually got buffed, actually. 
because it's not getting used much in competitive and tournament play. Oh yeah. Basically, it it's a bit like Trace almost, except instead of damage, she it's basically it freezes them. It's a quite big radius. She throws a little orb, and uh, well, a drone really, and it freezes the area that uh, yes. you're in. It's simple as that, but people are don't use it very much in competitive, so it's been buffed. Yeah. Apparently, um, I mix with Zenyatta sometimes. I like. Zenyatta. Yeah, I'm not good with her. It's a him. Oh wait, he's the one who floats around. Who's the one that yeah. has the teleport things? Uh, Symmetra. Oh god, I tried her one time and I just died, died, died. I'm like, okay, I'm useless. Mm. Zenyatta is cool, yeah. but I, I've never tried to mess with him. He's cool. So he's he's a healer, and um, his main well, everything is done through orbs. So he can either throw an orb, which damages, um, it weakens the enemy, so they take more damage from a normal bullet, or an orb which basically heals your teammates and you can charge up the orbs or fire them single fire and it's he's very weak he's probably one of the weakest characters yeah. he'll die in a headshot from anyone even tracer right but he's pretty fun uh Zenia, i just died in the stream people um but i'm really enjoying overwatch because it is like you can either go and play a casual game just you know that's me sitting back and relaxing yeah. or go and have some fun and competitive and you know what's funny? The first this is the first time I ever did it was this past week. I was like, I had lost a bunch of Rocket League, and then I finally won a game. I'm like, fine, I can step away. And I was like, I don't, I want to play something multiplayer, but I don't feel like dealing with anything frustrating. I was like, let's see what happens when you play against bots with other people. And it was so much fun because we just slaughtered them. And I was like, yes, I am powerful against stupid robots. Yeah, you don't know what they're doing. Would you ever play it, Stu? No. You know, I, I, I actually think this is the kind of game that everyone can find something they like. Because I really do think, I was telling Stu while you were away, there's a kind of character in each of the classes that I think everyone can get into. You know what I mean? I don't really like playing support. Sometimes I do. But Lucio is a great character for me because all you do is like run around and you can make people go faster or whatever. And like, let Feel the healing beat! <laughs> That's one of the biggest selling points I think of Overwatch. Even if you're not a shooter fan, you can find a character which yeah. gels of you. Like I'm not. A, I like. I like being a support or running around and being that little annoying guy who's like annoying <laughs> the people and going. Oh, it's who is it? Oh, it's That's crazy. crazy. Again. Yeah. I'm like I, lo- I always love characters that, especially in like movies and stuff that are you know they're weak but they're the distraction. I like being the distraction. Right. Basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah. There you go. And I like. I like. Yeah, me. I don't know. I- I mean, I look at it. I look at it, and I think, yeah, you know what? I'd probably find it fun because I do like Team Fortress. Yeah, mm. you know what I mean. And I enjoy playing that when I do play it. But I've just—I don't know. I just haven't got time for multiplayer. I feel like it's just wasting time. Well, we could argue that, that kind of any game. No, I know you could. Well, yeah, there's no I'd, I'd rather have goal. something. No, I'd rather have something with a point to it or a story or something. Yeah, there is no go. No, and I think that's why I'm more probably erring on the, you know, trading in No Man's Sky and maybe getting it again when it's cheap. Yeah, that's fair you enough. know, or picking it up on PC and you know, in the next Steam sale or whatever when it's when it's dropped in price. Right. And they fixed all the issues on PC, <laughs> which apparently seem to be prevalent at the moment. Well, if you ever have a chance to play Overwatch, I'd love to know what you think of it, Stu. So keep your eyes. Yeah, yeah, maybe I should do it. What's maybe Zenyatta's ultimate? I see the little eye. Zenyatta's ultimate, he basically becomes a Zen god, and okay. he makes any, everyone who's inside his radius uh, invulnerable. Like, oh. they can't take any damage. Gotcha. 
It makes sense because Zen doesn't believe in godheads, but whatever. It's almost as though B- Blizzard is taking the imagery of a religious tradition, but not actually staying faithful to that religious tradition. <laughs> that seems unlikely. Yeah, I wouldn't think you'd do that in a video game. I know, That's right? all about. Video games never do that. So. No. Have you done any of Summer Olympic stuff? In a, um, I mean, I played Lucio Ball a little bit, but it was just boring. It was like it was just so slow, wasn't it? You just want to go play rocket league. Like I didn't really understand. I thought when you use the sonic boom thing, it would really send the ball flying, and it did not. It's just a little push, isn't it? Just a <laughs> yeah. So what? Sonic boom. Yeah. That's what you want. Well, that's what. That's, that's what. what that's what you should have done when you did it. Yeah. Did, did you know that, that people can quite easily change into other characters? Uh. uh so in the loading screen, if you tap, apparently, to, according to Framemite's random buttons, you can load in as a random character every time yeah, a goal is scored. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. That's crazy. So I've seen, I've seen like, and what? So they, so Lucio can't fire his gun normally in Lucio Ball. Uh huh. But they didn't expect every other character to be in the game, so they didn't tamper them at all. So say you spawned in as Reinhardt, you can stand <laughs> there at the goal and hold your shield up, for example. <laughs> nice. For example, I don't know if that's possible, but I I hope that is true. Yeah, that's or just run around, just reaper and shotgun people. You know, yeah. on. die, die, die. So, so that's all. Is much. that it? Is that it for you for this week? Mm, no. Anything else you want to mention? What's my time here, people? What's my time here? <laughs> come on, come on, man! You got ten more minutes. You got ten more minutes. All right, Tops. Okay. So Game of the Year 2016 came out yesterday. Uno finally came what? out on Xbox One. What? Oh, that's right. Uno's out again. Yeah, I did see because this. Because back in January when I moved house, I wanted a nice chill game to play. And I went on my 360 and thought, yeah, I'll play some Uno. But it's gone. <laughs> my Uno was gone. Oh, my God. It was genuinely oh, gone no. for Xbox. And you can't download it anymore. So it's, ah. it's, it's Uno. Like they, had some, they had a few little things, now, but it's Uno. Now, Antonio, is it because you get naked? Is it naked Uno naked. you play? I don't have a connect with my Xbox One, so sorry, no. Well, damn it, make one. Yeah, what are you doing, man? How can you do naked Xbox things in Uno if you're not got naked? If you know what I mean. I'm probably one of the only people in like the entire space of you know who's just there to play the card game. You weirdo. I have a weird fascination with Uno. Um, it's a good game. I found a very good casual game actually. So you have to have Windows 10 for this. But have any of you heard of Bananagrams? Uh, like a, a text game. Well, it's not a text game, it's a block game. Basically. Nope. It's basically a simplified Scrabble. So it's called Snap Attack, and it's on the Windows Store for Windows 10. And what it is, is you'll get, get, you'll get given a bunch of letters, sometimes they're preset, and you have to make words. But what I kind of like is that you're playing concurrently with hundreds of people, and you only find out at the end where you placed. It's just huh. really chill. And the music is very nice, and just little touches like you have to slide down uh, the L in play to start uh, the game. Just little things like that, which I really like. Huh. Interesting. Um, so I'll talk about two more, then I'll move on. Okay. Um, I so Xbox Live every month has four free games. Yes. And um, there was one that I played called Warriors or Two Free. It's Dynasty Warriors, but worse. Don't play it. And I tried the other game called WWE 2K16 because oh, I'm what? a wrestling fan. Uh, WWE 2K16. Uh, I see what you did there. Thank you. Um, eh. And I haven't played. I haven't enjoyed a wrestling game since like 2007 because they used to be quite arcadey. Yeah, that's like, I loved them. King of Wrestlers, man, that was my game. And now, 
2K have really pushed the simulation aspect aspect of it. So their goal was to recreate the show and like the aspects of watching it. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it at all. <laughs> it's so slow, man. It's and it's really heavy. It's a really heavy wrestling game. I like the best kind of get wrestling games, in my opinion, are the really high flying, floaty ones. Like, yeah, you know, people think wrestling is stupid. Why not take that stupid and ride with it? Right. Um, but it, like, it looks nice. The soundtrack's okay, but it's just not fun for me. There was also a game I played recently for a YouTube thing called WWE Crush Hour. The what? Uh, WWE Crush Hour. But any of you ever played Twisted Metal? Yes, classic game. It's that. <laughs> it's Twisted Metal. They made a Twisted Metal game with wrestlers. I see. It's it's it's, it's, it's what I just told you. It's yeah. not that great. Uh, so I after playing this game, I wanted like a more in-depth fighting game because I'm a big fan of in-depth fighting games. I love finding a character, kind of connecting with them, and then learning them. Ah. Uh-huh. And um, I have a weird fascination with Dead or Alive Five Last Round because it's a really deep fighting game, which is really surprising. And we'll, have any of you heard of a show called Attack on Titan? Nope. Yes, I've heard of it. Well, they, they had a they had basically had a DLC where you can fight on the, the wall that's in the in the show, and it's got a really big roster and um, it's free, right? And it just cycles fight, so you can play. You can play the play for the full game. So pay for the full game, or get the free version. Just cycle fighters and buy the ones you want. And I kind of like that because, especially in Killer Instinct, because you get a character, give it a try. If you don't like it, you don't buy them. If you like them, you buy them. Oh. And I just really enjoy Dead Life Five. It's simple. There's no story. It's stupid because obviously jiggle physics and that crap. Yeah. And I just enjoy it to be honest. You like anything anime, though, don't you? You know what I'm saying. Well. It's true. You gotta go, well. No. We know what you like. How is this anime as well, first of all? Do you mean to say Japan? Japan. Yeah, well, exactly. Mm, Half and half. Anything. Anything Japanese. Japan. They do make the best fighting games. Well, I guess. Mm. Mm. I don't, I guess. All right, I'll stop there. I'll stop there. Naruto, Naruto. That's not even that good of a fight. <laughs> Naruto. Um, have you tried Fury, by the way? Oh, what F U R I? F U R I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, it's on my wish list. Isn't that a boss I, rush game? I, I think you'll definitely like it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's good. How much is it? It's Let's good. Let's find out live. Know, how much I, is. It was a it was a free PS Plus game this month. So. How was it? Okay. I didn't have to pay for nothing. Apart from PS Plus. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but that's a given anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, £19. Pounds. And for all that multiplayer, you don't... Ooh, it's quite expensive. Yeah, it's probably a bit richer that I wait for a sale. Do you mostly get PS Plus because you like the free games at this point? I mean, do you play with anybody online? Uh, no, I never play with anyone online. Very rarely ever. So, yes. Uh, so, I guess it's just for the free games. I'm really. kind of the same with Xbox Live, to be fair. Overwatch is my first time in a long time playing online properly. Mm. I get it because I, I like to try out the free games. Yeah, yeah, it is all. It is all. It's like, oh, something new and shiny, even though it's you know. Normally, not PlayStation gets the better deal. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, Duke, have you got anything to add or any other games you've not talked about? Skyrim. 
Uh, right, let's move on. And it all has come out. I haven't played it. I'm nervous about having to uninstall all my stuff and then. Oh, is this it. is this the this is the overall the, game? Ooh, this is like the standalone massive it's story new thing. I might I'm interested in this. Yeah, I'm interested. I might do it because I could just download this, couldn't I? Because I've not done anything to my version. I've got vanilla. Yeah. And I mean, it's probably not too hard for me to put in, but I just don't feel like messing with it, especially when I'm still playing regular Skyrim so much. It's just like... Yeah, but does it really matter at this point? Let's put this into perspective. You've played regular Skyrim lots and lots of times. Doesn't matter. I still love it. And I want to make sure that I have the same experience when I come back. Well, you'll have to just add all your mods and shit in again. Once I know, but if I get one thing wrong, I can't keep playing my game. Oh my my God. God. You don't understand. You don't. You don't get me. <laughs> no, I don't get it at so all. Do you have a third? Do you use a third party installer, or do you do it all yourself manually? Yeah, no, no I use the mod Nexus installer. Yeah, that's why I use. Yeah, Nexus it's good. Mod. Oh my God, I can't lose my save. I don't want to lose You'll my save. Sad. You don't know what it's like. You'll be sat there catatonic again. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. What are we talking about now? News or play my game? Uh, no, puzzle games, man. This is the topic of the week. Yeah, bitch! Yeah, bitch! Play my, play my, play my game, play my game, play my game, bitch. Yeah, bitch! Bitch! Um, puzzle games is a topic for this week in the middle of the show. Yep, there's three. Mist, Eco, and Portal. No, there's way, way more than three. We're done. Thanks, Do you know what I'd say the first ever, what I would consider a proper puzzle game I ever played was? Zork? No. What? Uh, it's not It's not really classed as a puzzle game, but it's got lots of puzzles in it. It would probably be Monkey Island. Well, yeah. You know, it's not, it's not really classed as a puzzle game because it's a point-and-click adventure, but... It had a lot of puzzles. Yeah. And a lot of cool and funny ones as well. You know what I mean? More so than any other game I've ever played. And it reminds me of summer. Monkey Island reminds me of summer because we played it in the summer months. And and I know I've told this story countless times, but there's new listeners, so there's probably people who haven't heard this story. Um, But there was myself, my brother, my mate, and two of his mates, and we spent, like, the best part of a month completing that game. It might not have been quite that long. I'm probably exaggerating here. Uh, but every night for an hour or two, we would sit and sort of work out what we had to do next and where we had to go. And it was a real sort of game where it sort of brought us together. We were chit-chatting. You know, my brother used to spend most of his time hitting me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Now, that was his pastime. Yeah, was, you know, was hitting me. It was an older brother, so older brothers hit you a lot. Yeah. Uh, but when we got that game, it kind of brought us together in a way that nothing else had. Where he wasn't hitting me for a bit, you know. <laughs> Instead, we we were kind of working together on solving like puzzles in a game, and it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and it was on the Amiga, and we had to swap discs a lot. Dude. Um. But I loved it, you know, and I, and I still love it now. I, I played it when, you know, when it was re-released on the 360 as a up upgrade and all that jive. Yes. And obviously downloaded it again, and I played it from beginning to end the second time on my own, and I kind of really didn't get stuck anywhere. Of course not, you, know? you played it ten times when you were a kid. No, I didn't. We only ever played it once, but it, it was a long time ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Um, so that's the first game I'm mentioning. What about you, Antonio? What's the first memory of a puzzle game you have? First of all, curious, what's next week's topic? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't decided it's going to be yet. A, Japanese fighting games. Because if you got me on the past be... two weeks, I would have been like, yes, I've got everything. I've got everything. I have nine games here. That's all I can think of for my entire life. <laughs> no dedicated Ruto. puzzle games. No Ruto. Right, so what well, was the first one you played? So... I played a lot of Flash games when I was little, like, you know, on the computer. And my first ever puzzle game was an Ed, Ed and Eddie, the cartoon, Pipe Mania game. Oh, classic. Uh, I see. Pipe Mania is good. (laughs) If you play Pipe Mania, you've played, you know, the the game I played. You've played them all. And if you play Pipe Mania, you know the main thing to hack stuff in uh, Bioshock. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, the, that mini game was the entire thing, and I I loved it. So that was my first memory, and I remember it. I just remember really enjoying it. I used to go on a lot of um like online. Like, I remember Nickelodeon had great games, like the Flash games. I used to love them when I was little. Yes. Actually, no. That just reminded me. The first one I played ever was. So I used to go to like a before school club because my parents are right, and there was a game called The Crystal Rainforest. And what it was what? The Crystal Rainforest. It was an education educational game, but it was like it, it was like a simplified Tomb Raider almost. You'd go through tombs trying to find I think like ancient artifacts and you had to do them by solving puzzles and questions. Interesting. And if you if yeah. you YouTube it it's like it's basic like it had to run on uh, computers that would be in a school. Yeah, yeah that's that's it. Wow, I've not it's, seen that. Look, long time. look how how well, it, how good is Duke at finding stuff quick? What 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 what? what? Yeah. See, I should be doing a bad job because I'm gonna have to do this like in the future now. I know you're good at this. You're better than Chitty. He well, just around. I, 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 don't say that. Who cares? He's that on was holiday. He's not gonna win. Anyway, and then the pipe mania. Uh, that's it. I can't really talk uh, much about it so Jude what was your yeah I'm trying to find it uh, hang on a second there's some weird freaking text thing nope it isn't no it's not right. I'll right. show you what it is and you... on, show me show me man show me the money come on what are you showing me we still got crystal rainforest on here what's going down I know uh, I'll just, no I'm just going from memory lane here yeah. I know, yeah. He's going down. Right. So when I was a kid, my parents wanted to get us educational games. And it worked because one of the first games they ever got us was Where in the hey. Farm in San Diego. I played this. Oh, my God. <laughs> I spent so much time with this game. And it was so, you know, you felt like a detective. And it was like, yes, I'm going to investigate. I'm going to interview people. I'm going to ask questions. And it was a, I mean, you know, as much as this type of thing can be a puzzle game. You had to like figure out, you know, like, Oh, he said he was going to the capital of Japan or whatever. And I was like, I don't know what the capital of Japan is. And then you didn't have to do independent research. It had it all in the game, but you know, you were learning stuff as you played and it was fun. Cause you, you know, capture criminals and stuff and, and uh, learn facts at the same time. That's right. Well, it's weird. I mean, it's weird you should say that because it's like, oh, it's the capital of Japan. Like, these days you Google it in three seconds. Back then there was no Google. That's there was right. no internet. That's right. There was nothing. No. If, you, if you didn't have it in the game, you'd have had to go to the library to have a look. Oh, the library. <laughs> oh, my God. 
You would. You'd have to get a, a real book and everything. You know, you'd have to get it down from a shelf and the librarian would Yes, we all know how out. libraries work. Thank you. The point is, uh, <laughs> Carmen Sandiego was a great game back in the day. It felt very, you know, rewarding and it felt, I don't know, it had intrigue and it had cool it's just cool stuff it was a lot of fun so it you know it wouldn't it's not technically a puzzle game but it was puzzle-ish so yes yeah it's a bit it's a bit like monkey island isn't it it's not technically a puzzle game but it has puzzles in it that's correct um see my next one and and everybody is you know who is anybody has played this game i don't know uh yeah they they have which would be tetris which yeah is that a puzzle game i guess of course, it's a puzzle game. Uh, I don't know. I mean, of I guess. It's, well, what it's so hard to call? find that thing, so whatever. It's a puzzle game. But what's interesting about Tetris for me is my, my wife. My ah. wife uh, uh, this is the only other time she's ever bought me something gaming related. Ah. Without my knowledge. So once, obviously, was Oblivion. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Two weeks on the trot. And uh, the other thing is uh, we went on the holiday for our i think it was our first year anniversary you know after getting married i'm almost did sure it's go, probably did what you go to austria no we didn't <laughs> um but she bought me a game boy with tetris dude uh, and i was like and she didn't ask me she just bought it for me it was like one of the best presents ever and i still have it now and She's it still works and i know yeah and i was like oh this is amazing and yeah Sat there playing Tetris on a Game Boy, and it was very cool. I mean, when you look at those things now, they are huge. Well, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, and I had the I had the magnifying light and all that kind of jive. Dude, uh, one of those gamers. Yeah, I had all that shit that went with it. Um, but yeah, it was it was great. It was great playing Tetris on that. It was just brilliant. Yeah, and it was like it long ago when I was a kid. I remember my folks got it for me on the Game Boy once upon a time, and it was it was a way to shut me up during car trips, and it worked very well. So, oh yeah, it was addictive, wasn't it? I mean, and again, it's one of those I guess puzzle games with no end. You know, you could go you go on as long as you can go on, I guess, and there isn't an end to it. There's no end state. Oh, that's right. Um, Have you just played yeah, the standard version? Uh, yeah, I've I've played some of the newer ones because they've done all these score attack ones and side by side stuff and all that kind of Tetris Blitz and all this sort of jive. But I don't think you can beat the pure form of the original Tetris, you know, just as it stands without any of that other shit. Tetris Ultimate on the 3DS is pretty fun, and also I've played the Virtual Boy version of Tetris. <laughs> wow, is it, it's, oh. pretty, it's, it's like well, I don't know if you call me that. Um, <laughs> It was basically a square, and you'd have to line up the Tetris pieces and try and make a square or a rectangle out of the pieces. So it's just right. a filler blocks game, pretty much. Yeah. I played that in a... Where was it? I played that at a video game museum. Dude. That is a fun, funny story, actually, behind it, to be fair. I say funny, it was just... It was a friend of mine's birthday, and we went uh, to Newcastle. Don't know why he chose there, but I, I agree right, to I it. Man. Way bet. And um so they went there. Way no, no, sorry, I'm Shut sorry. the hell up. So they so they chose there because of the nightclubs and such. And uh we whatever you know, when you go to a place for the first time, the first night you explore, don't you? And yeah, um I know when I noticed walking past the Newcastle University, there was a massive Mario outside. Nice. I looked inside, it's about one AM, so I had to wait the next day to go in. But I saw tons of lights and I went, oh, what is this? I looked in. It was a it was a history of video games show. 
Yeah. So that's how I've been able to play so many of these classic games and finally play the Virtual Boy. And what was it like? I mean, what was the Virtual Boy like? Was it really as shit as everybody says? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I cannot see. I love the way I, you had to think about that. I don't see how Nintendo market this as a portable console. <laughs> like, it wasn't even comfortable well, to you play can standing put it on your, You can put it on your head and you can walk around. It's portable. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of it, I guess. I played... Um, um, I played three games. There was one, there was Mario Tennis, the Tetris one, and one called Jack Bros, which was actually a pretty fun dungeon crawler. If you've had dun- dungeon crawlers, try and emulate Jack Bros. It was really good. But okay. it was no, it wasn't 3D at all. So. Yeah. And I did get a headache after 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean, what does it look like? Is it literally just like having a screen on your face? I'm assuming there's no real, like virtual reality with this thing i guess it's just a screen um, on your face not really because most of the games weren't even in the first person perspective the best looking game on it was a rock and sock and robot style game where you were actually the robot right that cool. that looked like the only cool game jack rose was surprisingly good but out of the nine games i think there was really spirit two looked okay here's a fun fact yeah. the only movie licensed game was Waterworld. oh my god oh my god <laughs> I do you know what? Here's a fun fact. I actually quite like Waterworld. What? That's <laughs> not a fun fact. fact. That's a depressing fact. Another fun I fact. Like it had seven player multiplayer. Brilliant. Jesus Christ. I don't think it was a puzzle game though, so sorry about that. Hey, there's a Simpsons connection here. Woo! And it's got oh, audio. Oh, so let me go ahead and well why does it keep doing that? Sorry. I don't know. Stop shouting. I'm not shouting. <laughs> Alright, here's You are Simpsons. shouting. Alright, listen, Simpsons. 39, oh. 40 quarters. This better be good. <laughs> Game over. Please deposit 40 quarters. What a <laughs> <rat>. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, yeah, so that's that's that puzzle game out of the way, I yeah. guess. Um, I'm going to bring up a controversial one, which already Fraser Moore's shakes his head in oh. disdain. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. is it? Oh, uh, Trials HD is a puzzle game. No, it's not a puzzle game. That's a sport. It is a puzzle game. It's not a puzzle game. It's a puzzle game. If you can say, you keep saying it's a puzzle game, I'm not putting it up on the stream. It's a puzzle game. I'm not putting it on the stream. How, Look, I'm going to ring the buzzer every time you say anything about it. You have to work out how to get through the levels. Yeah, but you puzzle. have to work out how to get through some COD levels. That doesn't make COD a puzzle game. I was going to say, wouldn't that make, like, Trackmania a puzzle game as well? Not a puzzle game. It's a puzzle game. It is, because you've got to riddle it out, man. You've got to work out how to do it. So is Batman Arkham Asylum a puzzle game? No. You've got to riddle it out. There's even an actual Riddler. (laughs) Not a puzzle game. Uh, It's a puzzle game. It even said it on Wikipedia, until... Fraser went in and altered the article. Well, that's because it was wrong and he fixed it. <laughs> Not a puzzle game. It's a puzzle game. I'm sorry. So, Antonio, what's your next puzzle game? Well, I had my list decay, so I'm going to go past that. Um, Peggle, I found. Yeah, oh, Peggle. Peggle. See, so we're back on the second. <laughs> yes. I'll say one thing. This is a great mobile game. Yeah. It was a great everything game. And it's just so great when you're waiting for a few minutes to play it. 
yeah. I mean, no matter no matter what you look at, as far as Peggle, whatever platform it's on, is a great game. Mm. It's an everything game. I mean, call it puzzle or not, though, that's the thing. Yeah. It's the one well, game. It's the one game my wife has played and got virtually every single trophy on her PS3. My wife. And she plays no games. I mean, we're not oh. going to squabble about whether a game is or is not a puzzle game. You know, we're not that kind of podcast. Um, but yeah, she loves it. She absolutely loved it. Yeah. Uh, but she never played Peggle Two. I never played Peggle Two. And Peggle Knights was excellent as well. Never played that either. Really good, really good. But she's Kay has played and got virtually every single trophy, like I say, in the game. She's a beast at Peggle. Well done, Kay. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Only game she's ever played. But hey, I didn't. Tell you, so I just played the first part of the room. Oh, I like too. I mean, yeah, she enjoyed it. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's fun good to watch her play. And like, it's funny. Some parts she got like they're in the in the part with the um, the ship. Yeah, yeah. The the pirate ship or whatever. There's the part where you had to notice something on the post. And like, it took me forever to. I had to use the clue for that. She right away she clicked. I'm like, what? Well, damn it! How did you see that? She's like, it's just there. I'm like, God damn it. So I got jealous when she f- solved certain things before me. But anyway. Uh, can I just say, uh, in the description, it's been re-amended on Wikipedia. And in Trials HD, it says, uh, Trials HD, it is a 2.5D puzzle racing game. It's not a puzzle racing game. It's not. I'm sorry, look, that's what he said. I'm says. sorry, no. It's because you say it doesn't make it right. It does make it right. It says it on Wikipedia. It must be right. <laughs> Uh, come on, you're an editor on there. You know how important it is to get these things right on Wikipedia. Do you know what the three revert rule is? No. Okay, let me explain how Wikipedia works. There is a thing called the three revert rule, which means if you and some other person switch wording back and forth three times, that's supposed to be it. You don't touch it after that because it's clear that there's an edit war going on and you need outside um, mediation. That's clearly what's going on here. If you go in and say 9-11 was an attack carried out by the Bush administration, someone's going to go and fix that. And then you go in and change it back. You could go on forever doing that. And in fact, that's happened. So This is what he said. I'm just telling you what he says. I'm telling you why it says what it says. It says what he says because that's what it is. No, it says He's what it says. About some idiot changed it and made it wrong. No, he they didn't change it and make it wrong. That's what it originally said. That's is what it always said. Is there a reliable source? Is there a citation for that? No, because you can't put a citation on that. Yeah, it's but a it, classification issue, and classification issues have no right or wrong answer. It's not a classification issue. It is a it's classification a, issue. What are you no. talking about? It's a matter of opinion issue. It's not. Well, that's what classifications are. They're matters of opinion. <laughs> You're so funny. Anyway, it is a puzzle anyway. game. Anyway, <laughs> so Peggle, anyway, we're talking about Peggle. Right, Peggle, uh, awesome. Peggle is amazing. It's yeah. just an amazing game. It is an amazing it's fun, game. It's simple, it's rewarding, it's got good sound. Everybody can play it. When you get that last moment when it zooms in, you're like, yeah! yeah it just did everything right, didn't it? Yes, it did. It did indeed. Indeed, you do. Uh, let's. What else have we got to talk about? Um, Mist. Well, I, I guess we should. We should talk about Mist. Oh yeah. I've never played it, but I've played the parody version of Mist oh. called Pissed. Well, I don't know anything about no parody versions, but <laughs> Mist is, 
Myst is one of the three best puzzle games. I put a thing up on the website a long time ago uh, about the best puzzle games ever, and you should check it out because it's awesome. It is awesome. I mean, Myst is... Which version, is... then? The original version, of course, because there's many. Shit, all this text! What do you mean? What's, what, there's many. There isn't many. There's one original version of Myst. Yeah, yeah but there's many... Versions of there's many versions of the game. I was asking which right. is the correct should, one to play. You should at this point you should play Real Mist because there's okay. no reason to play the one screen at a time thing. Okay. Yeah, and Real okay. Mist is the same puzzles, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, is, it's so is Real Mist the first one? You what? Yes. It is the first? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But I shall do that. Is it in 3D the Real Mist? I've never played it. Is it like fully moving around? Oh and yeah. Stuff? Absolutely. In fact, I'm yeah. putting up 3D. Real mist up now, so you can see the way it works. See, I didn't have any problem with the one screen at a time thing. That was no, I didn't bad. either. I mean, it's fine, but it's just... Mm-mm. It has mixed reviews well, on Steam, Real Mist. Really? Yeah. Maybe There may be parts with problems with the port or whatever. Yeah. I mean, the best... Oh, it's on my wish list, though. Yeah, cool. The best bit about Mist for me was just the mystery and intrigue. Oh, yeah. And the atmosphere and the... was amazing. It was. It's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And, you know, I interviewed Robin, uh, what's his name? So if anybody wants Miller. to hear my interview. Is it Miller? Yeah. Robin Miller. Miller. Thank you. Um, you can hear my interview with the guy who made Mist, along with his brother Rand. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they said that they didn't have any story when they started making Mist. And even in the first game, they believe there isn't really much of a story. So, and that's true. I mean, I agree with that. Uh, I think they came up with a much better, you know, story for Riven, which is the sequel. And Riven is, I think, one of those Empire Strikes Back type sequels. It's even better than the original. Um, But, you know, they just did everything right. They put a lot of attention on detail. And, you know, it's just a beautiful looking game. It plays well. And I spent a long time in the world of Mist. And, uh, you know, I, I've said this before on this show, I love the game so much that I would get, I went into the CD-ROM and I pulled out the audio files and I put them onto an audio cassette tape. So before you could buy the soundtrack, I was listening to the soundtrack of Mist and just like... You compiled your own soundtrack. I did. I just blissed out, man, because the music's just awesome. What, do you, what can I say? Weird floating thing. Can well, you... that's a commentary track. Yeah, I mean, I think Mist was excellent. The... There was the one letdown puzzle, which was the minecart thing near yeah. the end. Oh, of course. Oh, missed. But yeah, excellent soundtrack and music was excellent. It was very clever. Oh, I remember you using that soundbite when you did that story of a gamer thing where it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. Video yeah. game out confessions of video. That's it. Beautiful. Anyway, um, yeah, but it just it had really good puzzles except for that one that Stu mentioned. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just, you know, and it was the type of thing when I started playing it and I was like, okay, I feel confused. I'm lost. I don't really understand what I'm supposed to be doing in this planetarium. But you know what? I, I'm confident that I will be able to figure it out. Like it started you off with the feeling of you're going to be okay. And that's just a really nice thing to have in a game. So. Yeah, no, I think it's great. Um I don't think we can talk about puzzle games without talking about Professor Layton okay. and the Curious Village. I can, but go ahead. Mm. Because I think this this kind of brought... I mean, when everybody in the dog had, had a Game Boy, you know, this this kind of brought that to... Or a DS. Was it on the DS originally or Game DS. Boy? I can't remember now. Yeah, it was DS, wasn't it? <clears throat> but everybody had a DS. And the kids had DSs. 
women had DSs. This was kind of like the iPod before the iPod Touch came out, you know, or the iPad. And everybody had them all before smartphones. And there were people at work who never played video games were playing Professor Layton. And I think that's kind of cool in a way because it kind of made video games really accessible to the masses. You know, I think more so. I've never played it. I love Professor Layton. It doesn't doesn't interest me. So good. I know there's a crossover so with, between Phoenix uh, Phoenix Wright. Is that the... Uh, yeah, Phoenix that, Wright. And that, that's another great puzzle game as well. Phoenix Wright games are excellent. You know, mm. I love these Japanese kind of quirky games. You know, they're just really good fun. I mean, you know, Phoenix Wright, Ace Detective, I think, was the first one. Um, Those were on the Game was, Boy first. Actually. Yeah, it was just excellent. But Professor Layton, I loved. You know, it's got a story... You know, it's got all these cool puzzles, and there's like hundreds of them, and they vary a lot. And it's it's just a, it's just a nice little game to play for a little bit, and it whiles away the hours. And it takes a long time to complete. The very first game takes ages. I mean, this is a big game. Weirdly, you know. Well, I love it. I really love it. Um, you know, if you've never played one, you should definitely pick one up and give it a go because it's such a good game. Really, in are. time, in time. In time, one of these days. Duke, uh, what other ones of you do you want to talk about then? Eco! Eco! Yeah, do you think that's really a puzzle You're game, joking. I guess? I guess so. You Are, are you on drugs? You're going to talk about... Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. You, whoa, 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 whoa. I could as easily say that's just a third-person action game. I'm not a puzzle no, game No, because... Oh, God, is Portal a fucking third-person action game or first-person action game? You don't need, no. you don't need to swear at me. Then you don't shut need to up. Swear. Of course, Nico <laughs> is a puzzle game. How could you? You make me sick. <laughs> I made you vomit. Nico <laughs> is the greatest puzzle game of all time, along with Mist and Portal. Hey, Drew. Yes. No, play that. Well, you should. Oh, it's Eco is I, ha- I have it on PS2. I, ha- I found okay, it in a charity shop. Scumbag. It's whoa, whoa, sealed, you got it's sealed original... though. It's sealed. Wow, that's so what? Anyway. Open, unseal it, and let's play. No, it's worth money. Whatever. To hell with it's money. Worth a lot of money. Well, would, all right, would you recommend the PS2 version or the HD PS3 version? HD. There's no reason to play the original. No, the HD PS3 oh, version is really good. Oh, you're talking about you have this the PS2 version sealed? Yes. Yeah. Why? Because I found it in a charity money. shop and I went, make... ooh. Oh, well, that is a good idea, actually. You might make a lot of money from that someday. Yeah, it's worth a lot of money. Well, they sell for a lot of money, original copies of Eco. I remember yeah. I had to order one because the, the communist game shop had it. Uh, or I didn't order it. I just I found it there, and I was like, oh, man, I want to play it. the last time you went there? It's been a long time. I mean, I still buy yeah. DVDs from there sometimes, but when I look at the video games, I'm just like, wow, $15 for a used game from three years ago. I can get this game on Steam for like 30 cents. It's like when Krusty the Clown's possessions are being auctioned and Selma bids um. for 40 cents. 40 cents! Anyway. Eco's great. It's uh, wonderful puzzles and it's such a beautiful environment and the relationship between Eco and Yorda is magnificent. And uh, yeah, hooray for Eco. Yeah, I mean, in a way, Shadow of the Colossus is also a puzzle game. Yeah, I, I never got on with that. Because each individual colossus is like a big walking puzzle in itself. Yes. Because you've got to try and figure out what you've got to do to kill it. Right. Um, and it's great. I mean, Shadow of the Colossus, I sort of kind of like better than Eco, if I'm being really honest. A lot of people feel that way. Mm. 
I think I just enjoyed it more. I think there was a lot more depth to it. Okay. Why are they put together? Were they made like the same team, yeah, and the same were... story, or yeah, 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 same. We're team. making the last Guardian. Did this Easter game? Yeah, the last uh, Guardian. Okay, is the next game. Which you can about. tell. I mean, they've all got a certain aesthetic in common with each yep. other. I should also say there is a novel called Eco Castle in the Mist, which is good but not great. I mean, if you love the game like I do, you've got to read it, but it's not an amazing story or anything. It's just, you know, they're developing some backstory that didn't exist in the game and it's worth your time but not amazing. So The Assassin's Creed books I've, were pretty good. I never read any Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I've not read any of those. So, I remember they're very I, cheap at my local supermarket. Uh, stuff like that usually is. I mean, just going back to Eco, I think what Eco did really well was to really push the boundaries of what a PS2 could do. Oh, yeah. You know, from a graphical standpoint. I mean, it looked pretty impressive, you know, and amazing for a PS2 game. Absolutely. You know, even now, when you look at it, you think, you know, it still looks pretty good. Well, I think this is the remaster we're looking at, but yeah. Yeah, but even so, it's still based on that original game, isn't it? They've only up the graphics a bit and what I like agree. It. I think it's very well done, and it stands the test of time in terms of gameplay, certainly. Yeah, I think it stands the test of time in both aspects. Yes. Hooray. For- so, yeah. Hooray for Eco. Yay. Um... Yes, shall we shall we talk about the the big one then? Well, I, I guess. wonder if Antonio had another one he hadn't talked about. Um, yeah, I yeah, have a fair few. I'll choose one that probably hasn't been played. Have you heard of Time Slip? Nope. Time Slip. So Time no. Slip. I think it's Time Slip or Skip. Pretty sure it's Slip. So basically, um, there was a thing called uh, Net Yorose on PlayStation yes. One. Sorry. Yes, I'm seeing it in the Let's Play description. Oh, okay, so um, in so NetYourRose was basically anyone could buy this black PS1, and with it, it came with development tools. So anyone who had the right PC specs could make a PS1 game. And what this game was, it's a puzzle platformer, and you're a snail, you're trying to get from one end of the level to the other doing puzzles, but you're on a time limit. And once that time limit runs out, a copy of yourself forms, and for, I think it was like 15 seconds or something that snail the first one would continuously replicate what you did and if you were to cross paths with your former self you break a hole in space time continuum and you fell yeah. and that actually got ah. remastered for the xbox live arcade dude it's really fun cool. it's really fun net your rose on the playstation one had some really cool games so the way you play them is you'd have to get the demo discs that used to come in magazines yeah 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 we remember those dude mm. Uh, yeah, that's it on the stream. Yeah, it, it doesn't look amazing, but it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah, but any game that has a hole in the space-time continuum is cool in my books. And uh, yeah, you just you know a simple snail trying to get to another level, but it's it's got a nice simple game. It's very very fun. Um, it looks fun. I would you classify Loco Roco as a puzzle platform? I have no idea what that is. Kind of. I I mm. never really got on with Loco Roco. I thought it looked great, and I thought it. I thought the soundtrack was so addictive. You know, yeah. like the the stupid soundtrack it had. Basically, Loco I never. Was, oh, I was going to explain. Yeah, I never you. really. I I was never really knew what I was doing. Mm. <laughs> you know yeah, no, that is fair. It never gave you any objective, really, did it? You had to assume what. No, you was this go. shit. This was made by a fourth year, fourth four year old. No, it looks way better than that. Give over. No. So the soundtrack is infectious. The soundtrack is great. It sounds yes. great. Okay. It's so, great. Yeah, I like uh, Loco Roco, but I have so no idea what I remember, 
you're you're like one of some kind of species and you you've all been separated and your job is to get them all back together and, and bring them home yeah that's kind of it you had to collect them all didn't you they were all hidden mm. all over the level and it's, it's it was just a nice fun game again it was fun and it was very colorful i mean i love the aesthetic of it mm. it looked phenomenal you know what i mean it just looked great um and then like i said the music i just loved listening to it and stuff but i never really got very far in it because i could never figure out where i was meant to go once i'd collected people i went back to it, it was years it. later and finished it but when i was did you? playing it when i was a kid i didn't understand no it had a sequel I was, like, I was an adult and didn't understand <laughs> i was like i have no idea what i'm doing but it's fun it was kind of fun even though i had no idea what i was doing have any of you played uh hitman go nope no, I played the Lara Croft Go one. You know, I played the uh, Tomb Raider Go. Mm, so um, I never played a Hitman it's a, version. It's a, it's a turn-based board game. So when you move, all the other pieces move as well. Mm-hmm. And um, you're you're getting objectives, but normally it's either get to the end or complete hits. So you know, Agent Forty Seven is a Hitman, and it's so normally with Hitman, it's a big area, isn't it? And then you have to plan out, plan out. But with this, it's just set paths, and it's so much harder than Hitman. So much harder. Like, look, if you bring up some gameplay and have a look at it, you can tell. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot in Loco Roco, you had to weigh yourself at, le- at parts of levels, and if you didn't but have enough, you Loco had to go back. Loco reminded me of another game that we need to talk about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but. Oh, yeah. I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. World of Goo. World nope. of Goo. Nope. Oh. I got one more that I'll mention before. No, no, we... no, no! I don't want to fall down yet. I don't want to fall down yet. <laughs> Where's the second? <laughs> Oh, Katamari. Yeah, oh, Katamari. Yeah. yeah, well, you just got to collect shit. Just oh, get bigger. Freaking. I mean, it's not really a puzzle game, but it kind of is. Where's the stuff that just... I want to hear? I want to hear the music. It's just how big can you get? <laughs> you start out collecting thumbtacks and stuff, don't you? And then you end up moving galaxies and planets. Yeah, yeah, you collect there planets. <laughs> I first played this game it was unbelievable because you start off collecting you know toys on the ground and you know paper clips and stuff and eventually you're rolling up cows and buildings and you know boats and i was just like ah this game's insane made no sense it made no sense but it was beautiful and it was so much fun it's like, why is this game it's really a game? It's not a puzzle game because there's no puzzling involved. So anyway, no. I'm sorry, uh, Antonio. You were talking about Hitman Go. Uh, yeah, but it's it's fine. No, he's I'll, moved I'll on. Go. He's moved on since then. You were um, too busy looking at Katamari. Bejeweled. Yeah, yeah, Bejeweled. The original have, Candy Crush. I have a good memory yeah. of Bejeweled too, especially. I love that game. And I, I remember this because this this was one of the didn't didn't this come as a freebie with your Xbox 360 when you first got it when it was launched? Uh, Hexic HD was the one. Oh, you're right. It was Hexic. You're right. Mm. It was Hexic. That was good. I remember playing that a lot because yeah. I didn't have enough money to buy anything. I always just remember having that and um, what was it called? The twin stick shooter. Uh, gone blank. Um, Assault Heroes. Yeah. No, the, the, the one that was great, the big st- twin stick shooter that was amazing. That sort of other sequel, uh, what's it called? HD. God, I Something HD. <laughs> I can't remember. I've gone completely chinny. You'd be going, you stupid idiots. Yeah, I know, he loves right? this game. Uh, I can't remember what it is. I've gone blanks. Oh, I'm uh, old. oh, um, 
Geometry, Geometry Wars. Wars. Geometry Wars. Sorry, Sorry I had a aneurysm there. We all had a blank, mind blank on that game. But, uh, Geometry Wars, and I remember playing a load of it. I'm going, this game, it just looks amazing. Look at the particle effects. It looks amazing. Yes. Okay. Well, that's okay. not a puzzle at all. So, no, it is. Back on track. Portal. Yeah, Portal. Let's, let's finish off with Portal. Oh. Uh, most amazing puzzle game ever made. Yeah. Well, Portal 2 is because it had a story. Yeah, well, Portal 1 had a story, but you just Portal didn't know. Portal 1 kind of had a story, but... It, it had a story. It kind of had a story. Do you know what I still think is one of the, the coolest and cleverest things with the original Portal? What's that? Well, when... Do you know when you was... When uh, alerts used to come about, you know, your friends and stuff and what they were playing? Yes. Well, on the original Portal, when you got to the last level of the game, it stayed as that until they finished the game. Ah, so if you were watching what someone else was playing or looking at what they were playing at the time, you had no inkling that there was anything other than just the levels in the game. Yes. And I think that's what made Portal so clever because Portal didn't really come together till you got to the last level and you were like, oh, I'm about to finish the game. Oh, no, I didn't finish the game. Dude, I didn't. And I was like, what is going on? I remember the first... Well, obviously, I've only ever played it through once, uh, the original Portal. But I remember when I got to that bit and it's saying, stay on the platform as it's sinking in the lava. Yeah. I was like, should I stay on the platform? I don't know. Is that the end of the game? I was staying on the platform? I don't know. And then I'm like, I'm not staying on this platform. And I just got off. And I think what was so brilliant about Portal is that everybody who probably played that game got off. You know, there might have been the odd person who stayed on for whatever reason. But I would imagine everybody went, there ain't no way I'm staying on this platform. And that's when it suddenly opened up and you were like, yes, they're all that Stanley st- terrible. Yeah. Like all that stuff was just a training mission to do this. Yeah. So good. So, so good. I just loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yep. Um, it made the orange box very special. Yeah. You know, in addition to Half-Life 2, which is still amazing, the Half-Life 2 episode 1 and 2 are both amazing, but I think it was Portal that, no, I sort of saw it coming, but I don't think anybody realized how good it was going to be. Well, I don't know anything about that, but I will say that, you know, the first time I ever, you know, my brain figured out what was going on in Portal, like something happened, you know, it, it felt like the walls of reality were dripping away. And I was just like, anything is possible now. Oh my God. It was a really remarkable experience. The first time I stepped through that portal and really understood what was happening because it was such yeah. a cool feelings. And you know, I'm, I wish a game would make me feel that way again, but it never has. So no, I think what's also very cool about portal is like you show people and you think, oh, they'll just get it. They'll get it. They'll understand what's going on. And some people just don't. Well, and you show it's them a and tricky thing. And we didn't get it at first. I mean, when I it took me two or three test chambers before I really understood it. Get That's why away. it takes so long. What? It didn't. I got it straight away. Well, you're just a brilliant genius, and not everyone is as brilliant as you. Like, in portal, out portal, man. I know what's going on here. That's but some people... You show, the and they're just like, ah, oh, you're an idiot. You don't know what five plus three is. You stupid moron, kid. Everyone knows that. Yeah, that's how you should teach them. You need to teach them, with, you know, give them some harsh lessons. Yeah, on. great. <laughs> but then, after that, the exceptional game that was Portal Two came along, wasn't it? So oh, yeah. Portal sort of started. They Portal down 2. On it. They knew that they had to keep what was great, and they put so much attention to detail, and they got the best voice actors. And it just it, it's a touching story, but it's really well done, and the gameplay is always fun, and it's just I can't say I mean Portal Two might be the best sequel game ever made. 
Yeah, I agree. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. You know, I I occasionally go to walkthroughs to look up stuff. Never once no. with a portal game have I ever looked at a walkthrough. No, because again, you know, as I said with Mist and Riven, like I I knew that I didn't have to. I knew that you know it could be frustrating. It's kind of annoying, but you know what? I can get this. And not all puzzle games are like that. In fact, a lot of puzzle games aren't like that. So yeah. And I think what Portal 2 did brilliantly well, I mean, it had these huge cavernous areas to do. Yeah. And you would walk in and you'd be like, oh my God, how the hell am I going to work this out? How the hell am I going to get from here to there? And oh my God. But once you started doing it, you would just suddenly start, things would start making sense and clicking into place. Yeah. Antonio, and say something that's... about Portal. Yeah, Portal, Antonio. Don't you dare tell us you've never played it. As Antonio dies. He's gone. He hates us. Is he dead? I'm just processing my thoughts about Portal because I have literally, like, literally no memories of it, really. Oh, wow. Because wow. uh, I, played I played it in one sitting on the orange box and thought, yeah, it was, it was all right. I didn't expect it. Because I, I saw it because the orange box was a gift to me. Because uh-huh. I'd never played a Half-Life before then. I'd never played Team Fortress and I've never played Portal. So I played for all the Half-Lives. I thought, whoa, this is good. And I, play, I gave Team Fortress 2 a try. I thought, yeah, this is pretty fun. Because uh, I got the 360 version, so Episodes 1 and Half-Life 2 were on the, the disc, unlike the other two versions. And yep. Portal, I thought, this is pretty fun. I played about an hour of Portal 2. Wow. And I turned it off and never touched it oh, since. Oh, my God. Let me just double-check that. Let me just double-check that speed. Let me just double-check that time, because I played it on Steam. Wow, that amazes me. Oh, no, 97 minutes. 97 minutes. Wow, that amazes me. I know. So what What turns you off about it? Why don't you love it like we do? That's a good question. That's a good question. I don't think it's that type of thing. I think it's the type of thing where, you know what, if you're not if you're not hooked by it the way we are, then, you know. What do you mean? Everybody should love it, though. Why agree, don't you? But, you know what, not everybody is us. Very true. Uh... I mean, well, there I'm must sure be a reason. All, I'm sure you've all had the experience where you play a game and you just don't feel it. Yeah. I guess. But I guess when there's a game that's so universally loved by almost everybody, it's hard to understand why somebody wouldn't like it, I suppose. I'm not a big fan of Red Dead Redemption. Oh my God. What? You're just going to make Chinny's head explode. I know. It's, it's, there, there is no way Chinny... If Chinny was here now, he would be going mental. So not only do you not like Portal 2, but you don't like Red Dead Redemption that much either. Oh, my God. I'm, well, I'm wow. trying to give Red Dead Redemption another cool. shot since someone's, someone's finally given me back my copy, so I can give it a shot. Again. But he, but he loves Naruto. You know what I'm saying? Hey, to I don't know whether game, we well, can trust his... The games, no. Don't love them. I don't really love them. I enjoy them. They're not great fighter games. Uh, I don't think we can trust your opinion anymore. I'm a bit worried. You invite me you know on. I know, I know. I'm, I'm sorry I did. How dare, you disrespect, how dare you disrespect Paul? He's not disrespecting it. Settle down. He doesn't, say it, he doesn't say it sucks. That would be disrespectful if someone said it sucks. It doesn't oh, suck. It doesn't suck at all. It doesn't suck at all. I can see why people like it. Definitely. Yeah. It's just not for me. It's just, it's just not for me. Okay. Anyway, we do need to move on. That is puzzle games. Kind of. Yes. Dull. Thank you for listening to our discussion of puzzle games, people. That is puzzle games. And dull. the roasting uh, of Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you deserve it. Um, <laughs> we have got some emails and we have got a speak pipe. Let's get the speak pipe out of the way uh, first. I have sent you two. Hi, it's the way to leave a no, message no, for crap. us. 
All right. Uh, so this speak pipe comes to us from Jason, of course, but let's see what name he used. Uh, the head of the shaft. Okay. Right. There you go. So here we go with this week's speak pipe. Magnum PI here, guys. Ladies. Been investigating this book that Duke has put out. It's called Brainwashed. Uh, his second book. I'm sure the first one was just the starter to get you going. But anyway, uh, you would think that a book that he was putting out to help people wouldn't be listed under fiction. Magical? Realism. <laughs> um, it's a fictional book. I'm reading it right here on the internet. Let's see. Uh, brainwashed. Dealing with stress, danger, and egos. Huh. All tied uh-huh. to Stranger Things, huh? Looks like. Okay, um, basically, guys, I don't want anybody to go purchase this until they know for sure they're not being brainwashed. Why is it listed under fictional? <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, I'm also investigating Verbal Rob's book. I will let you guys know. Hold off on your purchase, please. Okay, well, as uh, Joe Pesci Indeed. says and my cousin Vinny, everything <laughs> that guy just said is bullshit. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. It's not listed under fiction. I think he's making, <laughs> Brainwashed. He's making a joke with another book called Brainwashed or something. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No. Duke, he's worried. He's obviously worried. It's strange. I wrote a book called Mind Wipe, which is about dealing with stress, anger, and ego. He was obviously making some jokes there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Duke is genuinely worried now. Like, oh, people don't buy sure book. People don't think I'm actually, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Just ignore him. It's fine. He's a joke. He's a joke. People. That's fine. the thing. It's a joke. It's yes. a joke. Uh, right, we have got some emails, so let's do those. Oh, yeah, it's time for some emails. Oh, emails. Whoa, that ruled. So, here is the first email. After a, a fairly long sabbatical, uh, Mr. Steve is back. Oh, snap, it's time for Mr. Steve. That's me. Uh, he says this. Mr. Steve decided to lose uh, to lose sleep to play No Man's Sky. Details after a message from our sponsor, Stones Throw Media. Wow. It's a long title. Uh, hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Too bad Stones Throw isn't actually here. No, he isn't even here. Uh, public service announcement. <laughs> if you have a GameStop power-up card. I don't know what that is. GameStop. Oh, a GameStop power-up card. I don't know what that is. Yes. Uh, presumably it's like some sort of loyalty card for GameStop I'm, I'm assuming yeah. um, they auto enroll you into a monthly program that steals 5,000 points from your account and gives you a $5 coupon that expires uh, you don't have to opt out of it they stole 15,000 points from me good news everybody if you call them they will refund your points as a cheapskate who got married on leap year I highly recommend you check your account um, I, Mr. Sorry, L- I have to interrupt uh, you said that wrong uh, it's supposed to be pronounced like this. Hang on. Well, 
Now I see. Good news, everyone. See, it's supposed to be said like that. Ah, there you go. Uh, Mr. El Cheapo scored a next day used copy of No Man's Sky uh, at a $20 saving. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, only a few hours in the game, but I'm loving it. Uh, with Shannon's help, with Shannon's help, we left our starting galaxy. The game was confusing, and we did a lot of YouTube stuff. And it did freeze on Shannon once. Uh, with a game with no loading time, the warp between galaxy does take some time. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, everyone's confused. Who knows what you meant to do at the beginning of our game? Anyway, uh, question of the week is for Duke. Oh snap! Uh, I'm ready. Hit me. Uh, you have mentioned before you get reaction letters from uh, rejection letters from publishers. Yes. Uh, why are you wasting time with a dying industry? I have two pieces of advice. Okay. Number one, uh, just focus on self-publishing. You don't need approval from someone that works part-time because the print industry is dying faster than restroom attendance. I like Amazon self-publishing the best. Uh, number two, become a college professor and make all your books mandatory reading. For best results, huge markups on all of your books. Yeah. There you go. What do you think? Well, I have self-published two books, so thank you for the suggestion. I do think there's value in that. But the problem, of course, is that you know nobody outside your friends and family will take you seriously if you self-publish. Um, it's I've I've had no luck getting even the local press, even the community radio station, wouldn't give me time of day when I self-published my last book. So. It's just really frustrating. If you want any legitimacy as a writer, you have to get other kinds of publishing happening. Now, that said, it may be the case that if I get published by a legit publisher and I sell 2,000 copies of a book instead of, you know, 200, which is what I sold of my, you know, short stories, um, that maybe of that 2,000, I would hear from maybe 10 people who actually read it and had anything to say and, you know, gave me some feedback. And, you know, it, I've gotten easily as much as that and probably more of actual feedback from people from the 200 that I sold in the self-published book. So, you know, in a way, what I really want from publishing books is to have interactions with people. And as Sarah Schulman said in the interview I did with her on the Didactic Syncast, check it out. Um, you know, I want an interactive, I want, you know, a dialogue with my readers. Um, but that said, I, I want to get, you know, the book about teaching that I wrote, I'm trying to get published by a real publisher and, you know, it, it's because I can get the book out there to more people. So that's, that's the other thing I want. So that's why I'm going with quote unquote legit publishers. The publishing industry is in crisis, but it's not dead. Like there are still hundreds and hundreds of publishers out there. So, you know, I'm confident that it'll happen eventually. It's just taking a really long time and it's very frustrating. So. Would you ever yeah. do an audiobook version of any of your books? Because audiobooks are definitely on the rise, especially in the YouTube space. Yeah, a lot of true. people I know are sponsored by Audible. Yeah, that's true. Um, maybe. I don't know. At some point. Um, I, to be honest, I've never really looked into it, but I suppose I should. Mm. Maybe you should. Awesome. Anyway, he says this. He carries on. I'm still a huge fan of the show and a part-time fan in Duke's computer. Oh, did you know ah, I see what you did there because I've got a bunch of fans on my computer. Uh, and I'm liking the news segment, but you can't get rid of the news altogether. Bring back music news. Anyway, is ideas for topics, uh, turn-based, best and worst of remakes, uh-huh. arcade game where you put a quarter in, uh, games that made you cry, and retro games and future games. Next week we're going to do sport games. So, Yeah, well, you can choose what you want. I'm not here. Yeah. Um, I'd have, have done a better job of that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keep, keep up the games. Don't put yourself down, Antonio. Yeah, it was fine. No, I just played even more. Though you, yeah. Even though you don't like the best puzzle game ever made. Uh, 
Hey, no, 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 we never mentioned that, but that is very uh, It was on my uh, list. Keep, shit, keep up the amazing work. I love the show. Yeah. Mrs. C, P.S. I have a family recipe you should try cooking. American-style pizza. You start with a few big steaks. You don't cut them up just yet because this is American-style pizza. Uh, do not use any cheese, tomato sauce, or any type of dough. Cook the steaks and top, the t- top with chopped onion and mushrooms and side with a baked potato. There you are, American-style pizza. To play pretend, give the job a different names. We would build a rocket ship and then we'd fly far away. Thank you, Mr. Now, Steve. It's good to have you back. Good to have yeah. you back. Uh, next one is always from Derek Sines, and he says, It's no man's pie in the sky. Yes. So he says, So it's finally out, and surprise, surprise, No Man's Sky has proved to be the Hyper Bowl of gamers' expectations have far exceeded the reality of the gameplay on the screen. Uh, I may pick up the game on the PS4, but I feel like I should give it at least six months to see what stage the gameplay is it by then. It seems likely that there will be at least one more patch before the end of 2016, and maybe several more in the coming year. So, my question this week concerns games the VG crew have played that failed to live up to their high, unpersonal expectations. For me, it's two sequels where the previous versions were highly regarded. First, it's a close-to-unplayable PS2 version of Tomb Raider Angel of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had enjoyed all of the PS1 Tomb Raider games prior to their release of Angel of Darkness, but only played about three hours of that game before trading it in. Uh, the second is Far Cry 2 on the Xbox 360. I love Far Cry on the PC, but Far Cry 2 seemed to add some unnecessary layers of gameplay mechanics that made it feel more of an inventory management game than a straightforward Talk about first just because you had to get unbroken and you had to take all your m- malaria meds every 20 seconds. Yeah, it was a bit crap, why not? So, VG Crew, which games have your expectations been deflated by, and why? Better time, second round, better second time around, even, Derek. Uh, so, Antonio. Oh, go ahead, Antonio. Oh, no, we've got to go to the guest, Antonio. Yeah, go ahead. So, what is the Antonio? Answer, like, properly? So. Uh, what games have you been going like, I can't wait to play, I can't yeah. wait to play, and then you get it, and you're like, oh, it's a bit shit. Uh, Top of the Head isn't actually a full game, it's a DLC. It was, right. um, well, the Saints Row DLCs were always terrible. And I remember back when I played Saints Row 3, I, was, I enjoyed it a lot. I was like, yeah, I'm loving this. Bought a season pass. It was terrible. The DLCs were bloody awful. I remember that killed me inside. Oh, a game that I got so hyped for and then didn't like when I got it. There's not many. A sequel might be a good example. A sequel. Hmm. Do you, uh, Duke, can you say what I'm trying to think? Yes. So uh, two come to mind. Uh, the first is um, Battlefield Bad Company. Not because it was a bad game, but because Battlefield 2 Modern Combat was the console exclusive. And that was one of my favorite games ever. It was easily one of my top three um, online multiplayer games ever. Uh, it was just such a glorious game. I spent so many hours playing that. And I wanted Bad Company to be as good, but there were a number of reasons why it wasn't. And so I was just really sad when that happened because I bought it day one and I was so eager. And there were a lot of good things about that game, but it really dropped the ball in a number of ways. So that was frustrating. And then the other one is Mercenaries 2 because Mercenaries Playground of Destruction was, you know, I mentioned it when we did the third person action games. Like that was just such a glorious game and I had so much fun with it. And I expected the sequel to be, you know, again, like, you know, as twice as good and a lot bigger but the same basic feel and it wasn't it was a really standard third person shooter game and i was really sad by mercenaries 2 so those are my two i thought yeah, of I some 
Huzzah. Yeah, I think my my first one's uh, the original Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, you know, all the stuff that they showed prior to that game being released made it look amazing. And to an extent, it was in places. But it had major issues. You know, you know, apart from the beautiful landscapes and the cool climbing mechanic, it, it didn't have a lot going for it. I mean, there was like three little mini games and that was kind of it, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, there wasn't sort of a lot going on. And then the other one that springs to mind is Aliens Colonial Marines. Because oh. we thought this was going to be amazing, didn't we? You know, everyone was like, it's going to be amazing. Hype train! Would you count a vault? Don't believe the hype! Would you, would you count you a vault? You know what I mean? Um, yes, I'm not I quite like it. I like Evolve, though. So even though it was overhyped, and it, I, I still like playing that game. When I played it recently, again, you know, when it was released, I still enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah, fair Do you know what I mean? I, I still kind of like Evolve. Um, Weird Another one that springs to mind big time is Crackdown 2. Mm. I actually because... met one of the, the developers of that game. Ooh. He came to my college. Yeah. But <laughs> I was, like, really looking forward to it. I was like, oh, it's going to be amazing. I love Crackdown. It's the best thing ever. And then it's like... It's the same with zombies in it. It's even the same world and everything. What's going on? Yeah. Speaking of zombies, have you heard? Have you heard the recent announcement for the most recent Metal Gear? No. Nope. It's called Metal Gear Survive, oh, yeah, it's and a full, it's a zombie game player, set in ultimate it? reality. What? Yeah, four <laughs> players. And are, my, so, are we counting remasters, or are we talking about like sequels or games in the series? Because my either or because right. all right, both of these are Konami then. Um, so first of all, Silent Hill HD of Silent Hill two and three was really bad because they um one of the main reasons I love Silent Hill two is the voice cast and Silent um, sorry Silent Hill three is the voice cast and they replaced it and they didn't give you an option to go back and use it the old the old voices they made the game worse somehow dude and um so then I had then I that was my first experience with Silent Hill. So, oh, no, I have to go and play the originals. So I played the original uh, versions of Silent Hill 2 and 3. Loved them. Some of my favorite games ever, Silent Hill 2 and 3. So I thought, oh, what's the most recent Silent Hill game? Homecoming. It's one of the most blandest horror games I've ever played. Oh. And I was so hyped for it as well. Because I was like, oh, it looks so cool. It looks so scary. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I, that came to mind was Alien Isolation. Really? Because I was like, yeah, hyped for it. I was hyped for that game, and I just came off playing Outlast. Like, yes, another good scary game where you're weak against oh, something I love bigger Outlast. than you. And I just didn't find it scary. The alien, I felt the AI was pretty bad, especially the human AI. They were laughable, the human enemies. They plus, were. They were awful. I plus, having human awful. enemies in the first place was not awful. Really we don't want that. It's awful. Kind of bag. And it, it just wasn't scary. Like, Did you find it scary? Not really, no. Tense. It was sometimes tense. Mm. But I didn't, I wouldn't say it was scary. Um, I was just going to say, just going back to Silent Hill, I don't know whether you've ever played it, but still one of the best Silent Hill games is Silent Hill Shattered Memories. Yes, I played that on the Wii. Such a good game. Mm. So good. I so love that That was that a game. reimagining of the first one. Yeah, it's just brilliant, though. Just love really it. Good. Yeah. Again. So there you go. Um, but yeah, I agree. There's some pretty terrible games out there, but I'm I'm quite lucky, really. I I do tend to wait if I'm not too sure. I'll wait for reviews. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Abzu probably is a recent one that springs to mind. I thought I, I was going to absolutely love it. And I liked it, but I didn't love it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah it wasn't quite as good as, uh, as I thought it was going to be. Ooh. And the other one where I got... I think the other one where I got dragged along with everyone else was um, Final Fantasy Thirteen, And everyone was going, it's going to be amazing. And I've never really played a Final Fantasy game until I played that. And I'm like, I'm never playing one again, probably. I got one as well that was got a lot of hype. I felt was dishonored. Uh, I like dishonored I though. It was so dishonored. I, was I had the same kind of thing on Portal, except with Portal, I gave it two supports two, two chances. I've given dishonored four times. Wow. I've played it twelve yeah, times. Dishonored, that's crazy. I just oh, I couldn't. I just didn't enjoy it. There was like a feeling of an open world, but whenever I tried to explore and try and do a path, I felt like would be good. Yeah, you just felt trapped. I agree with that. It is a very Plus, once you were found out, it was you know you had to kill. Right, and I think there's certain things about the gameplay didn't work for me, but I, I think well, in general. Hopefully, it's... the sequel will fix it all. Hopefully, yeah. the sequel will fix it well, all. Well, apparently, the sequel it. you can go you can go through the whole game again without killing anyone, if you so choose to do so. Not really what he was saying, but okay. No, I'm saying though you can. You were saying that whenever you got found out, you had to kill. But they're mm. saying that you should be able to do it and achieve that in the in the new. Yeah, but game, ostensibly so. you could do that in the first one. Mm. Well, you could if you could do it. Right. <laughs> that's going to be the way it is in the second one. I guess. Uh, anyway, that's kind of it. Right. For email. So we so we need to do some shout outs and get the hell out of it. Yeah, we're almost done here, people. It's time for a oh, shout out. Hey, shout out. Uh, Antonio, over to you, I guess. Oh, shout outs. I'm not used to this. I'm not used to shouting people that properly. Um, I guess I'll shout out my friend Annie. He's listening. We do a podcast together. It's good fun. Um, shout out to what, Omnia, what is that actually. podcast called? Uh, yep. Yeah, yes, yep. Yep. Podcast. Yep. 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 I'd yep. like to shout out a certain YouTube company uh, that gave me a copyright claim on a video that I just put up. I spent... About 100 hours making this video. Oh no. And then it just, they monetized it and took it down instantly. It's great. I've been putting a lot of time in. That wasn't. What video? It was. So basically, I did. For my college project, I did 100 video game reviews in 14 days. I made 100 videos. Jesus. You did? I remember you saying this. And what I did was um, I kind of compiled them all, remastered them all, and made it a narrative. Yes. Um, but unfortunately, some of them had to be Nintendo games. Uh, uh, Nintendo. You should have known. You should have known better. I know, but I was really precautious. I didn't use any Nintendo licensed music. I tried. I tried to use cutscenes and still images, not any actual gameplay. But the minute you've got anything in there, they're going to have you, man. <laughs> and also, Bandai Namco came down because The Witcher Three was in there, and uh, Tekken was in there. Tekken Three. So thank you very much to those two companies for slamming the copyright banner down on me. Thank you so much. I do love perhaps, that. Perhaps we, this, we, this sound clip will help out. F*** yourself. We ah. we get one every week for the show. You know when Chini publishes the show on YouTube? We get one every week for any I was sort thinking of music that reviews. When Duke was playing that music before the show started, I thought, they're going to get striped for this. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because we make no money off it, so it doesn't, give a, it doesn't affect us at all. That's true. That is very true. Yes. Yeah, so suck it. So so suck it up, man, because yeah. you're trying to make money out of it. Tough shit. Um, <laughs> so over to you, Duke, anyway. Guys. Yeah, my shout-outs are the following. Everyone listening, thanks to Stu, thanks to Antonio, thanks to Chin, even though he's not here. Thanks to the Duchess, because she's awesome. She's organizing this visit from an East Timorese woman who's coming here, and it's going to be great. 
Thanks to David Tripney for the Swedish Radio Symphony singing the Skyrim uh, song. It's not as good as Tay Zande, but whatever. Thanks to Rich Primrose for uh, his new latest mix, Greek Boy Restores the Funk. It's very good. Thank you, Rich. Well done. Uh, thanks to Kyle for the Wu-Tang PS1 controller picture. That was really cool. And, yeah, thanks to everybody who's listening because you guys are awesome and gals. And uh, thanks for being awesome and listening to us. Yeah, there you go. Uh, thanks to Antonio, of course, for joining us tonight. And, thanks uh, for putting up with me. Sh- yeah, well, that's all right. I, well, I literally pissed away my last chance of coming on, but oh well. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we really <laughs> do. Antonio knows he's going to talk shit about Portal again. Let's not. Yeah, I know, exactly. Uh, we really do just put up with you after that, Tony. Uh, but he has been, I've got to say, he's been a pretty good replacement diva, if I'm being honest. It's true. I've, I've stirred all those of controversy, so at least yeah, I did something. You did, and, and, and uh, Chini would have never have dissed Red Dead Redemption. It's true. Never, never ever. Uh, so anyway, just to say next week, I won't be here. I won't yes, be here. I'm not here. I know, I'm not here. I'm in Austria, sunny myself. It's going to be very hot, apparently, 29, 30 degrees, so it's going to be hot there. Good. Uh, but it's weird, right? Someone will say, oh, are you going on holiday? I'm going to watch it. What, skiing? I'm like, in the summer, no. There's no snow in the summer. It's grass and stuff. You go high up in the mountains, it'll be winter. It's still snow. There's no snow. There's no snow. It's summer. So you say. But people, people are funny, though, because they, they, they auto, you know, automatically associate Austria with skiing. Even if it's in the middle of summer, they think, oh, it must be skiing. <laughs> oh, summer skiing in Austria. SkiAustria.com. In your face whatever anyway so um yeah so so thank you you two thanks everybody and i guess Ooh, we'll have to get austria is actually the country with some of the highest ski resorts in europe and this is reflecting the opportunities for summer skiing in the country so suck it Stu. you're wrong whatever uh we do need to get the hell out of here because i've got to go to bed yeah and i've only got one more day of work left so i don't want to oversleep on my last day of work do i while i'm going on holiday are you gonna leave them any presents would that be good or bad leave them any presents in what respect uh well in either good or bad were you part with part ways with any gifts of any kind not really no i hadn't thought of any gifts to be basically honest, you're but... gonna shit on one of your discs. No, 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 nothing like that. No, I always leave on good terms wherever I leave. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's good. Well, there you go. Good. That's always a good bit of advice for you there, Antonio. If you ever leave a job, always leave on good terms. I don't think I'll leave my current job going, thanks a lot for the money. Um, there's a present on your desk. Don't open it for about a week. Cool. I don't think I'll leave. Hey, Homer, if anything goes wrong, you can always get your job at the nuclear plant back. <laughs> uh, not the way I quit. <laughs> exactly. Right, we need to get the hell out of here. So thanks, thanks for listening, everybody. For listening. Thank you, everybody. Subscribe my channel. God, I love that song. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, um, yeah so next week, people who's still listening, uh, I won't be here. 
Uh, yeah. G will. Yeah. Chinny possibly will because I have no idea when he comes Nobody back. Nobody ever really holidays. knows when Chinny's going to show up or not. So. No. Uh, and Antonio might be here again because Yay. obviously we'll need another filling. Yeah. So possibly. Well. What, what, what day would it be? No idea. Oh, we never know that sort of thing. We don't I know. I'll plan ahead for yesterday. Um, but yeah, I think Chini will be back this weekend, I think, sometime. So it might be next week sometime. But anyway, Duke will have to sort that out with Chini when he comes back. You'll have to contact him and figure it all out. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's it from us. Um, right. Good night, everybody. Stream is cutting out. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.